Will you though? <laughs> Will you? Oh, oh, hey guys. If you invite the love of Jesus Christ into your heart, Mitchell, you'll feel better. <laughs> oh shit, we're recording. <laughs> Oh, hi, Philip. Hey, everyone. Well, hi, guys. I, would, I wish I could say a long time no see, but I saw you Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. So Phil's back. Hey, hey, hi, everyone. This is Phil. I am back. I am not, in fact, dead. Just hi, my grandfather. Hi, back. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah! No, um, but no. Ah! The, uh, Join the club, buddy. <laughs> no, but uh, dark. For those of you who aren't already aware, the reason I was taking a break is uh, my grandfather was very ill, and he did um, he did unfortunately pass. Uh, but it wasn't his sleep, so you know th- he had something going for him there. Am I allowed? Can, can I make like one shitty joke? Keep in mind that I now that I am now the proud owner of a lot of explosives. Listen, I'm just saying that like he went out for a pack of smokes, and he in fact is not coming back. <laughs> Bro, he like couldn't even walk when he went out for a pack. He sent my mother out, obviously, <laughs> and she never returned. No, she came back and he was dead. But yeah, that 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 was the thing that was going on with Phil. So the, yeah, a couple people knew in the Discord, mainly like dis. I think. Uh, a couple people. Um, Eminent, I think, was the only one because he's the mod. Eminent, and then, and then Charles knew because, like, Charles, oh, yeah, he was like, is an IRL friend. So. Yeah. But, uh, um, I didn't expect him to talk about this, so he was like, so my grandpa died, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, that, that, that was why that happened. Oh, I'm Jacob, by the way. Hi, I'm Mitchell. Hey, these were little cats, turtles. Guys. Hey, by the way, I'm sending out an everyone ping on Discord. Get wrecked. Oh, God, no. Yeah, and I did it in the word of Sigmar, can, so nobody can hit me with any of those. If like, who dare ping me? Who dare ping me? Please send me a D. Send Philip a DM, <laughs> not me. Yeah, everyone <laughs> send Mitchell a DM. Actually, no, that's a really. Hang on, let me let me change that Oi, real quick. <laughs> and don't forget about the goddamn World of Titan. Yes, also the uh, Silent King. <laughs> <laughs> This is what you get for letting me come back. <laughs> we should have kept the door locked. Oh, hey, big boy Tim already Bro, hit me up. you might Excellent. actually start crying. Mitchell's had a rough week. <laughs> it's not a rough week, it's a rough month. <laughs> oh, hey, I just realized that big boy Tim's profile picture is a fucking cat with a jewel. <laughs> Everyone send good vibes towards Mitchell, my man suffering. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. I don't oh, okay. think we even... No, hold up. So, real quick. Big Boy Tim sent me this DM, and he's like, I ain't planning on it. I am. And at first, I was like, well, if you're not planning on going, why'd you DM me? And then I read it again, and I was like, oh, no, he is going. I ain't okay, planning. Cool. I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just like... Is that one of those, Tim, like... Wait, what? Is that one of those, like, add comma will help? <laughs> no, it's just... It, what's... No, what? like... <clears throat> Like, it makes sense once you read it, but at first my brain was just like, I'm going to ignore that period. And I, I was know, like, what? I don't, I don't know why. That reminded me of one of my favorite examples as for why commas are, like, good. And it was like, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was so, it was basically the difference between, like, I'm fucking my brother and I'm not. Something along those lines. Like, how, um, how the sentence was worded. Like, the comma made it seem a lot less fucked there, up. There is oh, a yeah. helping blind 
children and helping blind children. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Helping. <laughs> yeah, that's big. I don't know why yeah. that reminded me of that, but it did. And I was like, oh, God. No, it's what's... Uh, Oh no! It's it's let's eat, comma Uncle Tim, and then let's eat <laughs> Uncle Tim. Tim. <sighs> um, um, but no, uh, that's like oh my God. that's like this. I I just saw saw a sh- YouTube short earlier today, where like the whole thing was it was I think it was supposed to be Final Fantasy fourteen sponsored. Somebody nobody at- actually watches YouTube shorts. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, I do it to waste time. But no, so like. Uh, somebody was asking, hey, like, can you help me find a dungeon? Or can you help me with this one particular dungeon? But, of course, they were doing, like, internet quick type speech. So, like, it had, like, abbreviations. No, fuck no. Um, But, no, it had, like, abbreviations and, like, incorrect spelling. And it was just close enough. It was the whole, like, it's close enough thing. And then this dude spent, like, three paragraph lengths worth of back and forth texting of, like, slowly correcting this person's (laughs) question. Oh, my God. Pardon me for the burp. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, like getting them to actually type it out correctly, just to say no. That's what the dungeon finder's for. Have a good night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, I know. You know great. what I miss, seriously? Look at that wall of red. Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> Editing's gonna be a fucking blast. When you're gone, it's we didn't red, have though, any right. <laughs> yeah, no. To when you were fair, gone, me and me and Mitchell were good, quiet Catholic boys. <laughs> to be fair, like except the, the that one got away. We got heat on that one. Um, I usually sit like right up close next to the mic, so unfortunately, like I think my microphone's just a little overtuned. So if I lean back a little bit, like if, this is only a couple inches. If it's overtuned, I just turned it down a bit. Yeah, there we go. That'll work. Hey guys, <laughs> um, it's only. Oh my gosh, we're already five minutes. We're doing Heat of Nights at Slanesh, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't think we told anyone that. Yeah, we're doing Heat of Nights yeah, at Slanesh. No. Actually, I told Norky when I was playing Fortnite with him. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Please bully Mitchell. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're trying to get me to play, too. <clears throat> I have been concerned. And, and I will shit in your bed. It's crossplay. You can play on PC and do I it. I will shit in your bed. Philip, we both know that I shit more than you. Are you sure you want to ride this train, bud? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he enjoys it. Exactly. Please. Not, they say I like it's a warm, warm bed. <laughs> I prefer the pillowcases. <laughs> oh, man. You mean my pillows will actually have nice, soft, comfy support for once? I'm uh, here for it. I mean, please. Oh, man. Please. How um, far am I willing to take this joke? Okay. Um. By the way, before, be chunky. before we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Please Can't shut be up. any chunkier than my pillow is right now. <laughs> Okay, no, this oh, pillow is... I love it. I stole Philip, it from my roommate in college. Okay. And like, even, yeah, it's we great. We haven't even talked about the topic of which to tangent off of. Okay, I want to go fair. over a Spotify recap. <laughs> That's all fair. I want to do. To be fair, shitting in someone's pillow is a very slanesh thing to do. Shut up, Philip. We both, that's more Nurgle. Depends on what you do with the shit D- after Depends the on the context. <laughs> okay. Um... Before I truly go into everything, we go into everything else, I just want to say thank you for all our listeners, because we got our Spotify recap, and then everybody started to post. Oh, yeah, that was so oh, cool. Yeah, that was that awesome. Was, that, um, was awesome. A, that was a very surreal moment to me. Oh, speaking of Can Spotify Can I take a second recap, to though. shit on our one only mod who didn't even have the commentary <laughs> to put us in his top fucking five? <laughs> um, oh, man. But apparently, we have created 1,885 minutes of new content. 1800 and 85 minutes look at that number 
of nuke so that that's all that's, that's all, more than 92 percent of other creators in the wait, leisure that's category all, that's all the content also that made, i forgot that, 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 that this year yeah i forgot i put this as leisure <laughs> i mean like playing games is supposed to be a it's leisure very activity. leisure activity until you actually play and you're like fucking roll sixes yeah, no. Oh, dude, a- I, I, I'm pretty sure the next time I talk trash about my luck in the shop, Jay's gonna like materialize behind me and he's gonna, oh my, one more um, He's like, oh my, one more. I'm our just most, gonna like, to shit our most, and run away in um, terror. Well, hold on, but before you continue, that was 92% more of other leisure? Yes. yes. Really? So we're yeah. in the top 8% when it comes to making new content? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Well, um, qu- quantity-wise. Quam- definitely not quality. <laughs> we were listened to in 61 different countries. Um, our top five being the United that States, England. UK. Germany? Um, Australia, Canada, then Germany. Mm. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I mean, go figure, English-speaking nations. I mean, yeah, but still. Mm-hmm. Our podcast one of our most was in the top 10% Poland. of most shared globally. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. The top 10% of, wait, repeat that? Shared globally. Really? Yeah. Okay, to be fair, like I just said, okay. one of our top uh, uh, people, like one of the people who interacts with the most on Discord is from Poland. No, oh. um, meaning we were more, like 66% of our, um, like, how listeners spread the word was through direct link. Yeah. It also to be fair, I posted direct link to Spotify when it's posted on Discord, so that that's yeah. probably that. Yeah. Um, oh. we are in the top five percent of most followed podcasts. Hey, Macarena. Okay, so we have one of the top. So for this year or all time? Or this what, year. Like, this um, year. Um, I think that's also just like all time at the moment so as we, well. So we are in the top 5% of having the most followers? Yeah. On Spotify. Okay, to be fair, a whole lot of people just make failed podcasts. We actually stuck with this. But yeah. still, 5% seems pretty fucking high not, for a bunch of jackasses really, screaming into a mic. Well, no, 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 because it goes back to that old um, <clears throat> business uh, percentage, the 20-80%, mm-hmm. where a- oh, 80% yeah. of your sales comes, comes from your top 20%. Yeah. It goes back to that. Like, think about it this way. Anything Markiplier does, whether it be podcast, YouTube channel, whatever, it's gonna get millions yeah, of no, followers that, that's and views. Fair. And, that's and like here's that. the stat that we care and, most and that, about. That, hold that on. curve falls off pretty sharp. Before you say that, I need to make a quick callback to episode two. If anyone remembers, I think it was in episode two when I said if I start if I sound like I'm dying, it's because I'm allergic to Texas. Yeah, we're back in that season. Again. Part two, Electric Boogaloo. I am fucking dying, and if I start hawking, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best, but like I am basically bleeding mucus out of every fucking orifice of my body. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I spent the last, I spent the first four days of this weekend basically huddled in my bed, screaming for my agony to stop. Yeah, I, I knew okay. he was. Okay, sick. okay, okay. Let me get I to knew- this so we can actually get to this episode. Damn it. <laughs> no. I knew he was sick when he walked out of the room covered in blankets, and he was like, oh my god, it's cold in here. Is this how the rest of y'all feel all the time? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> Looks like Cersei's dying. Yep. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, oh, cool, Cersei's finally dying. Excellent. So when am I getting his room? Our podcast was in the top 10 podcast for 2,621 people. For 6,221, we're in the top 10%. 2,000, so for that 2,621. Many, so for that many people, our podcast was in their top 10% yes. most listened to? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. For... 1,660 people, we were in the top five. Mm. For 296 people, we were in the number one podcast. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Not in eminence, though. 
Yeah. We're going to be having a business meeting about that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Lorecast Eternals will remember that. <laughs> you have lost yeah, you have lost relationship points. You have alerted the horde. <laughs> but no, um, oh, run. Speaking of, speaking of um reviews though, I'm in the top 1% for Sabaton listeners worldwide. Um I think I was in the um Hang on, let me look. Let me look. I, I got to find it. Um I was in top three percent for Daddy Fat Snaps. I saw nice. that. You know what fucking surprised me? Because because I the but wait, where's where's that sabaton percentage? Mister, Mister, I, I went to <laughs> the concert. Mister, I went to the concert. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Dude, and this is I've actually listened to less sabaton this year than normal, bro. And I've still listened to over a thousand hours or this, uh, minutes. This is what surprised the shit out I of me. I listened to twenty one thousand minutes. I uh, I think I had. And nice. I had like forty, no forty two. It was forty two thousand, forty two thousand minutes listened to. But which, to be fair, when I'm at work, like I throw in my earbuds and then I'm listening to music for basically eight hours straight. Yeah, this is what surprised the shit out of me is because the majority of my music listening is when I'm sleeping because I listen to music to go to sleep. Is uh, apparently because I, I use YouTube Music and that cultivates a playlist depending on what you're listening to, so you kind of get a bunch of like minded songs. I think Spotify probably does the same thing. My YouTube Music like randomly generated playlist decides that I like two bands in particular and that's Imagine Dragons and the score I do like Imagine Dragons I actively try to not listen to the score because <laughs> I listened to them for a long time and I kind of got burnt out but I was in the top 4% for Imagine Dragons and I was like what the fuck yeah, so I listened to, I listened to 72 different genres you know what my top genre was fucking Odacore nice I was like, what the shit is And my first one, three different versions of metal. My first one was um, lo-fi. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, second one was Russian pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. One. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. surprised. Yeah, I think no, someone of the podcast was 40, like, "Why?" He's like, "I was trying to learn Russian." Forty-three thousand two hundred and sixteen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Dude, this James was like over a hundred thousand. Oh, James is a special case. <laughs> James <laughs> exclusively listens to music. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna be surprised if this year's recap, my number one listen to like genre is gonna be lo-fi and vibes and whatnot because yeah. I've officially started making a a, oh. a a playlist for lo-fi that's just called vibes. Let me tell you, Mitchell, it's a it's, it's pretty a fucking nice. It's a vibe. Oh, so, it is definitely it's um, not a vibe, Mitchell. It's the vibe. Oh, by the way, you want to know what my top song was this year? What? Fucking Papa Ya. <laughs> because no because i've set i set that as i set that as my weekend song or as my weekend alarm for a really long time basically the entire year and and it would go off every 10 minutes until i turned it off and it would start at like seven o'clock in the morning and sometimes i wouldn't wake up till like 10 and i would just sleep through my alarm because yeah no it, it's friday and my brain's like alarm not important you're a monster okay we got to get to this episode because I want to sleep at some time tonight. <laughs> at some point in time. Well, so we were doing episodes every three weeks for us. 21 days. Okay, never mind. I was going to make a joke, but it's not going to work. I was going to say because this is going to be our only um, episode for this month, but it's not because our second. I know we got, we're going to have another episode on the 25th, I think. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Christmas weekend. Christmas Day. Good point. Good point. <laughs> this is probably going to be our only EP for this month. And I, um, so, no, the yeah. joke does work. The joke being is so, no, on the super family friendly, family oriented month of Christmas, we're doing Heat Nights. <laughs> it's all Nashmas. Murder your mother, kill your brother. It's all going to be a good time. Deck the halls with Eat mounds the of bodies. Fa la 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 la. Jingle hells, definitely. Um, I'm guessing we're probably going to do one right after Christmas, just over Discord or something. 
No, um, we'll probably, what it is is we'll probably just come back the week after that and then go back on our three-week schedule. Okay. Yeah. That's probably just going to be the most efficient. My belly. It rumble. I got nuts downstairs if you want some. No, nah, I'm good. Well, Philip is pretty proficient at gargling nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. goddamn right. Okay. Okay. All right. So this has been... 16, 16 minutes, minutes of nothing but bullshit. Uh, uh, well, not entirely. The, the Spotify stuff was pretty interesting. Well, no, it's more just like this is Phil's first episode back in two two episodes, and then six weeks, eight weeks, no, uh, nine it, weeks. It, it's been oh, almost three hold months. Up. Works texting me. Yeah, so like I'm I, gonna throw your phone. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure this episode is gonna be a clusterfuck because we're we're gonna have to make up for all the lost tangents. So I apologize in advance. And before I think we, we went on two tangents while you were gone. Welcome to my ADD brain. <laughs> well, no, like. Me and Mitchell had we had a bunch of really really small short tangents. Oh man, I actually we only re- we only really oh. had one bad tangent, which was the God of War thing. But like, it was still fun. Yeah, it was quiet. It was it was it was I, calming. One sentence. I'm really enjoying Jacksepticeye's playthrough of God of War Ragnarok. Hey, don't say anything about it because I still got to buy it and play it. Everyone dies. <sighs> I mean, that's, that's <laughs> life in general. Okay, continue. Kratos and Freya bang. Whoa! <laughs> no, he's he, he's referencing a very particular piece of art that he showed me, and it's funny as no, shit. No, it's Freya looking at Kratos with a really weird face. Just Kratos looking at her, and there's the O above her name, and she's like, "What are you looking at me for?" Kratos is like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, it's it's actually really gotta funny. get those red orbs." <laughs> press O to smash. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord. Or press circle. There okay. It is. Do we have any oh, announcements uh, besides like... Oh, um, we're going to be setting up our Patreon later this month. Yes. That is officially coming. How did coming. y'all two forget well, that? No, we, I remember. We, no, we've just been talking about it for a while, so I forgot that we haven't actually said anything. Philip, you I'm literally currently... told us to remember to mention it like 30 minutes ago before Philip, we started. I am just I trying to survive. My objective is person. to survive today. <laughs> objective. Listen, listen my body is rebelling against me and I have a massive headache, so uh, fuck off. But Mitchell, we... do we need to get you an energy sword and a bunch of Sanghili elites to come running at you? <laughs> That's wart. literally what that comes from. Wart, wart, wart. <laughs> wart, wart, wart. <laughs> wart, wart, wart. Um, there we go. That was a good one. Yeah, so we've been talking about a Patreon for a long time, and we said that at the very latest, we would get it up in December. So lo and behold, we waited until the last fucking month because dun 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 procrastination. We set deadlines for a reason. Yeah. Cool beans. We got pay- we're going to get a Patreon at the end of this month. Join the Discord. That's we're going gonna, to LVO. We're going to do, the, we're gonna do the, the LVO channel. Let's get into the episode. I'm going to start <laughs> explaining everything he said really slowly because now I know it aggravates him. <laughs> <laughs> 18 minutes into this <laughs> I just stack. Uh, but you know that, that was basically it what Mitchell said LVO we're gonna talk about it we're gonna have the LVO chat up soon because Phil just fucking did that Patreon's coming up we're gonna we might I come play Fortnite with me let's we, go we might <laughs> potentially make a small or little don't. EP about what the Patreon's gonna be about depending on like what we decide but that's gonna be later um, More than likely, that'll be a just an introduce. Int- if you don't want to inter- do Patreon, not just interlude. send us a PayPal thing. Um, Pro- prologue, to Eric, yeah. Episode. But uh, yeah, that's it. So, rolling into the uh, motherfuckers, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Philip, would you like to start us off? Oh, this is going to be primarily Philip's episode because not only does he know the most of the Heat Knights out of the three of us, he hasn't He's... been here in a while, and he has his dues to pay. And he is our local degenerate. As I say that, I got all the Uzaki Tron once they hang out. Manga. Wait, do you really? <laughs> I got a lot of them. 
For my top of my book. Are you serious? Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> you have Vineland Saga up there? I got one book, oh my bro. God, it is up here. Bro, that 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 story slap. Oh, I fucking... Kobe can't communicate. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, get okay. back down here and talk about the Edenites. Look damn what it. you've done. Talk about the goddamn Edenites. You got Spyx family up there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Our father left us. How do you do? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good actually. Okay. So, um, but no, so, uh, fuck, where were we? Heden Knights, yes. Okay, cool. So, Heden Knights of Slanesh. Uh, one important thing to note about the Heden Knights of Slanesh, technically, those are two different, there are two different armies that are incorporated in that. It's mortals and demons, right? Yeah, and the mortals are called the Sybarites. Okay, I think we're just going to really focus on the Sybarites. Uh, no, we'll cover the demons too, but the demons are... To a certain extent, self-explanatory. They're demons. Uh, yeah, they're demons. Um, they just do, like, to a certain extent, a demon is a demon is a demon. Um, the difference is just what exactly they do and how they do it. So, like, so, okay, corn like to murder. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nurgle, Nurgle likes to pustulate. <laughs> um, Zinch likes to scheme. Exactly. And Slanesh likes Slanesh to have likes or to... orgy. <laughs> <laughs> they actually orgy is a really good word for it because the technical the actual definition of an orgy is a group of people doing all of the same thing that's why i use the term um, orgy so yeah most people just think like sex orgies but like an orgy can be technically a lot of people like are we sit, having an orgy right now i wouldn't say so we're all talking three, about three us, but like whenever you we're s- a group of people <laughs> uh usually orgy implies excess so like oh. uh like a truly um like is LVO an orgy? Yeah. You could call it an orgy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I would think so at least. It's a very excess amount of Warhammer going on that exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, um technically like a feast could be considered an orgy. It's an orgy of food, especially if people are just like eating to excess. Okay. At least that's how I like to think of it. We're talking about orgies. Uh, Jess walked into a Dollar Tree to get like some stuff, and the little second she stepped foot in that Dollar Tree, she got an explosive nosebleed. <laughs> so she walked up to the guy like, "Hey, can you direct me to the bathroom so I can get some toilet paper for my face?" And he had headphones in. So she's sitting there waiting, and she looks at him, and her hands and face are covered in blood. <laughs> and he basically shit a brick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> nice. And she also bought some Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. <clears throat> okay, continue, Philip. Yep. I don't know. Would you consider that an orgy? <laughs> no, shut up. Continue. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what really marks the demonettes of Slanesh out from the other demons because to a certain extent, all of them are just as martially proficient as Korn's demons. What really sets them apart is that whereas Korn is very much about the slaughter and the bloodshed, he doesn't really care about excess to a certain extent. He cares just that blood flows. Yeah. Also, um, Slanesh is all about trying new things. Where Korn's like, well, not if it ain't broke, don't well, fix well, it. I know Slanesh followers typically are not too afraid to die because it's, they're trying a new experience. Yes, that, is, that is true. <laughs> well, this um, death thing, it's its all the rage this year. Yeah. <laughs> the Stormcast Eternals would like to know your location. 
So one thing I will say about that is that what again going back to what sets Slanesh demons apart is that they seek perfection in what they do. So whereas you know with a blood letter, it's just going to kill you and move on. A demonette is going to try and make you either like suffer as much as she can before she kills you. Or is going to try and kill you in the most artistic way possible. Or is going to, like, you know, incorporate your death into a beautiful beautiful and horrendous dance of murder. If there was ever a demon, or a... If there was ever a, like, particular chaos god that I think would embody the T-pose after kill, it would definitely be... Oh, yeah. Be Slanesh. Yeah, no, Slaneshis are definitely going to be teabagging you afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, With their three spiky testicles, probably. Exactly. But, again, that's kind of what sets... Oh, look. Something. Allergy medicine! Shove it up your nose! I don't want to get a nosebleed. I'm good. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. (laughs) Like, I I appreciate this, but, like, I will fucking... I will pop a cork all over this (laughs) fucking mic set. What a wonderful thought. Corn would like to know your location. <laughs> Dude, Violent Night. <laughs> Shit was so good. Oh, oh, legs man. don't bend that way. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's thinking about. It. Okay, anyway, uh, Cersei and I went to go see Violent Night. Um, or Jacob and I went to go see Violent Night. Well, they, they, they know. Like they, 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 they. No, they I'm they. just being clear. But no, Jacob and I went to go see Violet Night yesterday, and it was funny as hell. No, two nights ago, wasn't it? It was the second. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Yeah. You got an invite. You just didn't come. You think I was told a time and place? You could have followed up. We're moving on. Continue. I ain't got no protection for myself on this one. I just forgot because like this week's been shitty, and I to, forgot. To be I'm fair, sorry. All that I wasn't got. supposed to invite anyone. Yeah, that too. Oh, not only was a big deal, but like Charles was like, "Hey, I want if y'all want to come." And my brain is just like, "Oh, cool, the gang's coming." And then I invited like James and Phil, and Jess was like, "That invitation was just for the two of us." And I was like, "Ah, fuck." <laughs> okay. Okay. Continue. No, so um, thank you for this. If I use it, I will. I will pop a cork, and I will bleed all over the table. Why? I don't do well with nasal spray. I don't know why. I never have. set it up there. Then I do appreciate the thought. Though. Yeah. Back to the heatnights, though. Uh. So an, <clears throat> another important thing to note about hedonites, like the mortal followers, is that they look dapper. They do look pretty dapper, but no. Uh, an important thing to note about the They're double D's dapper and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> One important thing to note about the mortal followers of Slanesh is it's actually incredibly easy to fall to Slanesh. whereas with Zinch, Corn, and Nurgle, to a certain extent, you kind of have to make a choice. There's a certain lane you have to follow. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I found really interesting while going through and all this and doing all the research is like just seeing a keeper of secrets pretty much makes you fall either either commit suicide or fall to Slanesh. Like it's yes. so pretty, I have to die or like because yeah, I want I, some of that booty. Because it it's, it's either it's, so unnerving to watch a keeper of se- to see a keeper of secrets that either it's basically like watch like seeing Cthulhu and like it's gonna drive you mad and you're gonna kill yourself to get away from it. Or it will be so enthralling go and to horny rapturing that it's yeah, also go to horny jail. It's also like what you typically see is your darkest desires yeah, in a never twisted, mangled you. way. Yeah, and that's what the um, a lot of 
creatures of Slanesh and some of the higher followers, higher ranking followers of Slanesh, exude a um, an aura. Uh, an, it's it's more like pheromones. Or a, a miasma. Almost. Yeah, a miasma. Mi- miasma. Yeah, is it miasma or miasma? Why am I asking you? Um, <laughs> Wow. Bro, <laughs> I don't trust you on pronunciations. You learn a lot of your pronunciations from, like, Russians. It's actually the British, but you're right. <laughs> well, if it was the British, you'd be like, Miami's uh, for a bunch of, there'd be a bunch of extra M's and shit in there. It's yeah. aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it's no, no, no. color, not color. You know why Americans pronounce it aluminum and uh, the British pronounce it aluminium? It has to do with, like, patenting and trade rights and shit like that. And somebody, somebody was trying to sell aluminum in Britain and, like... They like they couldn't get a patent or something guys, like that, so they had guys, to rename it aluminium, and guys, that's why everybody calls it aluminium in guys, Britain or something like that. Yeah. It's our first Odyssey got tangent in like three months. <laughs> Are you talking about our first twenty minutes of this one? No, a tangent. tangent. We had to be on topic and then fuck off to have to be a tangent. That was just complete and total fu- fucking off. This is an Odyssey got tangent, and I think I'm gonna cry. Aluminium. <laughs> back on top. Back on topic, though. So, uh, yes, a lot of the high-ranking people will exude like a miasma, miasma, whatever. Of we just went down this road. Desire, and so like when people inhale that, to uh, it can like lead to in some feelings of euphoria and things like that. Usually in the allies, it's like feelings of euphoria and like it can heighten bloodlust and things like that. Uh, whereas in just like normal people, it to a certain extent, can, like, fill your head with lustful thoughts and your deepest desires and things like that. And the cool thing about that is that that's also kind of a reflection as to how um, the demons and just servants of Slanesh look. More the demons and servants, but to a certain extent, when you're looking at them from our perspective as, like, people who play the game and not anyone lore, they look pretty fucking grotesque. But that kind of feeds into, like, how they affect the minds of mortals is, like the way you see or the way you perceive them and the desire you feel isn't normal. It yeah. isn't what you would call a normal sense of desire. And the longer you are affected by that, the more it'll twist um, your mind towards those certain things. And you'll start seeing like bald fucking horn titty. Well, it's cl- like crab clawed demonettes. You'd be like, mm, yeah, that's pretty fucking hot. Well, it's like the, um, uh, how the, the how perceive oh, crap. How, how, what is his name again? The fat dude. We were just oh, talking the, about him. Lord Gluttony, fucking uh, yeah, um, os- t- it owes something. Clot, Clotcus, yeah, Glock, something like that. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna bother with it. Anyway, the fact, yeah, thank you. I honestly, good for uh, how he felt as Lanesh is he was a starving child who was hungry. And so he broke into a temple that he thought was abandoned and ate some of the food that was on offer there, not realizing no, that no, this no, no, was no. a temple of this, Slanesh. This was a temple of the Capricornia. It was a Capricornian temple um, that was secretly devoted to. It was secret, so like it was an active temple, and everybody knew it was an active temple, but nobody knew it was secretly dedicated to Slanesh. So he ate some golden grain because he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be kind of hungry. I'm gonna eat this." Yeah, just grain anyway. Um, The the point is, he ate some of the sacred offering and was cursed for it. Yeah, and so uh, his hunger drove him to like, no matter how much he ate, it wouldn't uh, sustain him. It wouldn't like feed his hunger so he went on eating more and more and more it's um, not only that but he also had the desire to sit there and just eat more delicacies yeah well no that that's what that's what the curse was is his hunger could only be satiated by more and more um delicacies or exotic foods and things like that and, and so you, you, and he got he uh part of the curse was that he was 
um, he a demon kept whispering to him. And so finally he came across a corpse on the side of the road. And a beggar's corpse. And the demon whispered it in his ear and was like, hey, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Put it and in your mouth. He, like, it basically drove him mad. So finally he knelt over it and, like, while weeping tears, put <laughs> he put the leg in the mouth and went chomp. And then on that first bite, he was uh, filled with such ecstasy because his hunger was finally sated for once. Uh and the revulsion and everything that he felt at consuming human flesh, especially like dead human flesh, because uh, this body was like kind of starting to rot a little I bit. Found, I found, ah, I found it's like, so it's like a flesh eater name. Oh, there it is. Glutus or Scolian. Glutus. The Lord of, Lord of Gluttony. Yeah, Lord of Gluttony. <laughs> um, so, and. Uh, Basically, all of those like negative emotions were washed away by the fact that for fin- for once, finally, his hung- his hunger was sated, and he ate the whole corpse, like the entire thing, bones included. I mean, he probably cracked bone marrow, marrow is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, bone marrow, butter, is fucking delicious, butter of the gods, be- beef marrow. I should specify, mm-hmm. I, I do not partake in cannibalism, and I do not promote it in any form or fashion. We here at Lorecast Turtles <laughs> <laughs> don't eat people. Yeah, please, in any capacity. But no. Uh, so the so that happened, and then like. Uh, Basically, he figured out, oh, like, the more fucked up shit I eat, the, the less hunger I feel. And that's his ultimate fall, is literally he was just a starving child who wanted food, and he got cursed for it. Yeah, and then um, after that, like... And now he's <laughs> one of the one of the biggest um, mortal... One of the most important mortal followers of Slash. And isn't it, doesn't he have, like, one of the largest groups? Because it's not as though he's the most powerful, but it's his desire to eat more... And it's kind yeah, of because he can he can use that desire to um, increase bloodlust of his followers in yeah. battle, or he can use it as as a weapon against his enemies to make them feel the same hunger that he felt as a child, and it like literally racks them with pain because the hunger is so intense. Yeah. Um, also, people follow him because it's this whole entire concept of like the power the powerful bring up more power. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, the more. He's such a he's such a meteoric meteoric rising star that Slanesh basically just keeps sending or no it's not Slanesh uh, the demon that possessed him or that whispers to him is basically like oh man this guy's getting like really powerful so I'm gonna go whisper to my demon buddies and my other followers and get them to follow him yeah uh, so that that kind of lends itself to it and then so that's one way you can fall but another way that you can fall to Slanesh is just by seeking perfection like for instance if you're a a swordsman and you're seeking to be the perfect swordsman the best that uh that you can do to challenge other blade masters and try and become the best if you pursue that too adamantly and it consumes and it's like kind of all consuming that can lead to a fall to Slanesh. Slanesh is one of the easiest gods to fall to or you know just be just be friends with the Slanesh guy i'm looking at you philip it just, once, once you're friends with a degenerate, you both, become a degenerate. We're both fucked. <laughs> um, it really comes down to because when you, when you think about what Slanesh embodies, he realistically has his fingers in all the pies. Yep. Yeah. He fingers because the pies. Whereas Korn, he fingers the pies. He does. 
But no, he he does more than just finger. <laughs> but anyway, but anything because to a certain extent, like you were saying, like corn only cares for where the blood flows. But like realistically, if you love blood to a point where it's all consuming, there could potentially be a war between whether you go to corn or slanesh because it's well, anything. No, so no, generally speaking, something like that you would you would ally yourself to corn. You are correct, but, but technically, excess power feeds goes off of that. Yeah, same thing with zinch. Yeah, like. You're having this over-consuming idea that you need, you need more knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Odin syndrome. Yep. Um, and that and can feed both Zinch and Slanesh. It's kind of like no the, matter the where... About, uh, the whole thing about the other Chaos Gods is that, like, Corn feeds off of rage. Zinch feeds off of scheming. Nurgle feeds off of um, disease and rot and love. And despair. And, things, and despair and things like that. Uh, Slanesh if you like it, all of If it. you like it too much, Yes, yeah, Slanesh feeds off of all of it. It's kind of like any excess is his to claim. Oh, one really important thing to note in which we've probably already discussed, but I just want to reiterate in 40 K Slanesh is considered hermaphroditic. Uh, it can be either male or female in Sigmar. Slanesh is most definitely presented as a male figure. And yeah. that's just one important thing to note because in 40 K, one of Slanesh's big names she is who she thirsts, who thirsts yep. by the Eldar in Sigmar. Excuse me, Eldari. You can shoot me now. I will fucking <laughs> stab you in the throat. Purge the knife ears. Um, moving on. Look in the second drawer. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make me have to kill him. Don't make me do it. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, click clack, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. Uh, in Age of Sigmar. Um. Slanesh is 120% a male character. Yeah. Which just, that's just something I wanted to make sure was clear because a, a lot of times in between Age of Sigmar and 40k, a lot gets of the a demons confused. and gods are very similar. They work off the same principles. Uh, hell, even the mask, which is an important herald of Slanesh, has basically identical backstories in both. But the one big difference is that in Age of Sigmar, Slanesh is male as at least from everything i've read i could be wrong and if you would like to shoot me a comment on discord about that please feel free to um and cite your sources i would love to learn more and another reason like while we're going over all of this because realistically realistically when we talked about slanesh in our chaos gods video we went over all of this but the reason why we're reiterating it is because it's really important when you're talking about hedonites because like for corn they're all blood drunk murder hobos for zinch they're all nerds <laughs> for <laughs> for a nurgle they're all aids infested but <laughs> they just they, we just don't take a shower for slanesh, one month and it just continues after he, that the hedonites of slanesh can, can be really diverse and not only like their combat styles but their pursuits and their knowledges and things like that because he has such a, a wide range of um influence influences so you know you, you can have a war band of slanesh and yes to a certain extent they're all gonna be fucking murder hobos but like you could have one guy who's all about killing one guy who's all about being a blade master one guy who loves cooking one guy who like loves to read books you know what i mean and, like Just there's random shit one of the one of the elite units that you'll find in a sybarite army are the myrmidon uh, uh pangbringers i think that's right yes uh myrmidon no, that's not right. I think it's the Pinbringers. It's the Myrmidon something or another. And their whole point is that all of them are blade masters. Like, all of them are supremely adept bladesmen. 
Like, oh. that is what it takes to become a Myrmidont, is you have to basically devote yourself to the sword. And then you could talk about the Herald of, like, the Bladebringer. Um, there's a Herald of Slaanesh, who's literally, they get so obsessed with bringing blades into battle. They That's the Chariot of Slaanesh. They just attach more and more blades. the bl- power of knife. They just bring oh. more blade. Oh, the, the, oh, fuck, what are, you, what are they called? Um, chariots. Heart, heart Seeker Chariots? No. I think, I think in Age of Sigmar it's just called like a Herald on Knife Car gotcha. Chariot, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, anyway, it's yeah, yeah. No, like that's the whole thing behind them is that like so, they're so obsessed with bringing blades to combat that literally their entire chariot is made of blades. Very orc of you. Blades on blades on blades on blades on blades very on blades or- on blades. <laughs> very orc of you. It's it's kind of funny to think about. Like this is gonna sound really weird. There's not Daka. There's just Slasha. There's not no no. There's not there's not Daka. It's there's Stabba, Stabba. Thank you. It's Stabba. Stabba. Oh, but. And then the big stab. This is going to be really sound really weird, but when you think about it, like the warbands of Slanesh, it's almost like the common man's chaos warband. <laughs> it really because, is. Because like, it's just really diverse and like, you could just And be, guess what? You could just be a common dude who loves fishing and next thing you know, you're like, you know, m- murder fucking a corpse. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I guess sex sells. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's one important thing to note is that um, a lot of people identify the Sybarites as more like, oh yeah, sex and orgies and things like that. But like that's that's not exclusively what they do. Like obviously yes to a certain extent like the majority that's of the just propaganda is gonna, be, is gonna be sex sex, drugs and rock and roll. Like that's that, just kinda how it's yeah. gonna that be. That is just propaganda. That no <laughs> that's how they get people interested hey show up to our really wild parties you're gonna get laid and the next thing you know you are in fact serving on the front lines in a battle that you wanted nothing to do with yeah <laughs> yep like you know the- i'm here for the sex drugs and rock and roll i didn't realize there was going to be a mosh pit <laughs> um the majority of it is going to be like yes like magic and, and swords and yada yada that that's going to be the majority of like the um people in the war bands like they're what they excess over but it's it's just cool that there's the undertone of like realistically you can love whatever the fuck you want and still be feeding slanesh yeah yep and so that's and uh that comes around to kind of slaneshy cults in general is that's at least in my mind that's why it's so oh hard <laughs> bro you two need to stop playing footsies uh, <clears throat> uh i feel violated <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I would like to je- direct you to our HR representative, Jacob. Jacob, how do you feel about this? Uh, I don't know what to talk about. Uh, there, there, there has See, been HR no, has spoken. It didn't happen. There has Moving been on. no document, documented um, evidence of inappropriate foot touching. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Moving on. I don't like this. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, so, tell them they'll never believe you. <laughs> okay. Moving on. The... Uh, Slaneshi cults one, one important thing to note about them is at least in my mind the reason it's so hard to root out Slaneshi cults is because literally you can get a Slaneshi cult of people who play chess <laughs> would that not be the like okay we're gonna go we're gonna fuck up these chaos where it goes in a bunch of dudes like sipping tea so, playing chess like oh hello good sir so, how can we help you they leave question, bring out the bitches they're gone <laughs> but like, question, no. question to you mm-hmm can you devote yourself to Sigmar so much you accidentally devote yourself to Slanesh? Yes. Yeah, have you ever no, heard yeah. of Stormcast Eternal? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, think about it. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. 
you devote yourself to Sigmar like so heavily that all of a sudden you start getting a message from Sigmar talking to you telling him to go do these things to devote yourself and do these acts in his name and then like 13 years down the line you realize that oh man I'm not massacring this village in Sigmar's name it's been Slanesh the whole yeah. time well, no, do you remember back to our uh, chaining episode where we were talking about how Slanesh broke one of the chains Slanesh mm -hmm. broke one of the chains literally by basically enthralling uh, an entire storm host to believe that they were doing that their yeah. zeal was in Sigmar's name and then they massacred an entire fucking city like, but it wasn't in Sigmar's name it they, was because Slanesh had managed to corrupt them into believing for a moment that all everyone in the town was heretics yep because they were filled with such righteous zeal and then they did it and they were like oh we may have fucked up another good way is if you if you've played the tutorial for Warhammer 3 Total War whenever you watch the the Kieslevite prince fall and become Daniel the Demon <laughs> if you remember correctly in the tutorial he thinks he's talking to Urson who's like come free me my child and take up this demon book take up the sword and do these things and then he gets there and he's like oh look it was Bellacor the whole time and that's not even a god that's just an angsty demon prince and not even of Slanesh yeah like it's really it, it's easy to do for demons let alone gods because when you have blind faith well there it is it's blind you it's don't necessarily really, know what, what you're looking at. It is, unfortunately, very easy to manipulate. So even if you're yeah. believing in someone as holy as Sigmar or even Nagash or any of the really powerful well, The issue like, with Nagash is that um, well, I'm not talking about like, don't have brains. But even like the stronger god, because like Tyrion Teclis love him to death. But realistically, if we're talking about like the true powerhouse gods, we're talking about Nagash, Sigmar, Goromorkan. Yeah. Those are the true like powerhouse gods, in my opinion. Even um, them, even strong characters like them who are like end all be all when it comes to power that faith can still get manipulated like that yep not so much gork and morka mostly because the orcs just don't, they don't give a shit they just but you know what go. i mean like when you yeah, have yeah. such a when you're so powerful it, it just doesn't fucking matter the chaos gods can use that yeah but no going back to my chess comment like if you have a chess club where just like everyone in it is grandmaster level grandmaster level and they're all competing to be the best and like Literally every moment of their lives is spent trying to figure out how so, to be the best chess like master. Realistically, so, like realistically, yeah, that could be Zinch. But I, 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 I got, I got a, they they got probably, a comment to make. All right. Um, I never really get to play Warhammer on Mondays because I always hang out with Caroline on Mondays. But I go mm -hmm. play on Warhammer on Tuesdays and on, on Clockwork on Tuesdays. There's a chess club there. Uh -huh. I will never look at them the same ever again. You're welcome. <laughs> Side eye those motherfuckers hard. And, yeah, you and, know those lanky, lanky, nerdy looking glasses wearing dudes? Yeah, they getting bitches. <laughs> Mad bitch, you get no bitches. Even if you did, you wouldn't know what to do with them. Um, and, and realistically, when you think How about it. How to start it, a Slaneshi cult 101. <laughs> um, like realistically, just using your reference to the whole chess thing is like, yeah, those guys probably wouldn't, be hump, wouldn't become corpse eating fucking murder maniacs but there is other ways to serve Slanesh and they even might still end up being in a war band and just be doing things in different capacity not just murder yeah. or you know for instance um, you know one of them buys a new chess set and it's really nice so the next one wants to top them because you know all of a sudden your prowess and chess is connected to how expensive your pieces are mm -hmm. and, and then, then you suddenly start spending some... more peace yep. or more money mm -hmm. and more money and you're spending in excess and like next thing you know a herald shows up and goes oh yeah this is gonna be easy or, or even that same thing all of a sudden you're in this gigantic dick fighting contest over who has the best chess set and then one the next thing you know this one guy walks in with the best chess set ever and they have some really cool carvings on them. and what is that oh look i love slanesh now yep 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 but yeah that's literally how easy it is to fall to slanesh um 
staring what, at. What, what should we cover next? <laughs> <laughs> well, so like that that that's definitely like the backbone of like what the Hedonites are, and realistically, like they're chaos warbands. Like yep, warband chaos warbands do chaos warbands thing. They 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 they, they maraud around murder, dedicate sacrifice to their gods and whatnot. But with Slanesh, the warbands are kind of broken down into three categories, and that is the invaders, the seekers, and the pretenders. Yes. yes, invaders, pretenders, seekers. And this has to do with Slanesh being chained and how that affected his followers while being gone. Yes. So I think we should cover the pretenders first because those are by far my favorite. Yeah. So we're doing those last. Um, <laughs> no, so the pretenders, the pretend, so the all, all three of these are more or less named for what they do, except for the invaders. I don't know why they're called the invaders, but sure, whatever, moving on. The pretenders, uh, really simple. They believe that since Slanesh has changed, or is chained... Gone. Gone. They don't know where they, they are. They don't know where the, fuck it, where the fuck he is. Yeah. It's, it's uh, just, they believe they, that they now have the right to Their daddy to claim. went to go get milk and never returned. My dad exactly. went for smokes and never returned. And he he went, he went there's for some that. fucking knife ears in the back that keep side-eyeing me. And so now I'm going to be the dad. <laughs> so Look at me. I am the captain now. Pretender warbands <laughs> are devoted to becoming uh, basically the new Slanesh. And I think the majority of pretender warbands are normally led by keepers, aren't they? Yes. Yes. It's not like a mortal, like, I'm going to be a new no, chaos no, god. No. It's like, it's like Slanesh's so, greater demons, like, I'm going to be the new so, Slanesh. Yeah. Also, like, old Slanesh. the pretenders, they constantly fight each other. They're like, no, you can't be this new Slanesh because I'm yeah. the new Slanesh. How can you be the Slanesh when someone else is their Slanesh? Fuck that Slanesh. I am the only Slanesh. I am the Slaneshiest Slanesh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's basically exactly how it works. Uh, they're just obsessed with becoming the new Slanesh. Every action they take is trying to achieve the goal of achieve of being the new Chaos God of Excess, essentially. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which Slanesh most definitely uses to his advantage. Yep. Um, the invaders. Um, no, I, I know why they're called invaders. So, honestly, I think answer your question because you know why they're called because like that's what they do. They invade other people's shit and they do debauchery shit, kill everyone and leave. They're the, they're yeah, just traditional yeah, Slanesh because that's yeah. what yeah they're yeah, the they're, Aggies of Slanesh. They just really hold down in um, tradition. Thank you for ruining invaders for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, episode over. We're talking about corn next. <laughs> but actually, we're going to be talking about how Zinch is the worst chaos god. Mitchell, anything in, that, in, in defense of that? I am too tired to make an argument against that Parish. at the <laughs> As punishment for Mitchell's failure to protect his uh, his main chaos god, he must now build the Silent King. No. <laughs> You're right. He just needs to buy everyone in the Discord of Warlord Titan. <laughs> his eyes, we man. need to leave. We need to leave now. <laughs> We're so dead inside. <laughs> okay. But no, in all seriousness, uh, invaders. So, yeah, they still follow... Even though they can't find Slanesh and they don't know where he is... They do Slanesh they still, things. Yeah, they still very much follow his teachings it's and really his will. really weird to talk about Slanesh followers being traditional, but they are traditionalists because they just do Slanesh shit <laughs> yeah. even though Slanesh is gone. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, they're still very much all about, like, forming cults, um, fighting in the great game, uh, or playing in the great game, rather... Uh, ensuring that Korn is an absolute rage monster at all times by annoying him and pissing him off. You know, just classic Slanesh things. And then there are the Seekers. So the Seekers, their whole thing is they are actively looking for Slanesh. They want to know where Slanesh okay, is. Okay, your feet are on my fucking side that time. <laughs> I'm just trying to lounge children, here. Children, children, children. 
I have shoes on. I will start beating. Why are you shoes on on because, my carpet? Because they're comfy. He does it to me too, and I ask him nicely, and he just tells me to go fuck myself, and like it, it's pretty fucking annoying. Yeah, dude, you're bringing dirt up on my carpet. <sighs> to be fair, these have like barely touched outside. Phil doesn't touch grass. It's the principle. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I don't touch grass. I touch wood. Wood. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Also, that has two meanings. I also. <laughs> Has two meanings. Also, sometimes getting in, get it in my uh, my nose and my eyes and my mouth and in my beard. Are these so and, like it gets in places that like it really shouldn't be. <laughs> I have like, like sand. I have, I have <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I'm a Sawyer. I cut down trees all day. Wood shavings get fucking everywhere. Don't ask me how they. He's get there. really good at handling wood. Yeah. yeah. Except when it falls on me. Oh Gage no! I almost. Oh my Listen, God. all no. I'm saying is gauge no. size next time before you have someone drop trow. <laughs> Dude, no, Erica almost dropped like a fucking 50 pound no, piece No, excuse of, me. Uh, it's Eric, Erica B. Eric, Eric B. Eric B, thank you. It's not Eric A, not Erica, Bitch. it's Eric B. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, we were working on a property uh, about a month ago and like... Yeah, I was sitting there just limbing up around a tree. And next thing I know, there's like a 50 pound fucking oak branch that just goes thud right next to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Erica had reached up, grabbed an oak branch, and just pulled it off the tree. And I was like, like thanks. Really? Thanks for that. Really? And like, yeah, no, my <laughs> my fucking... So weirdly, I don't I don't really feel like when my heart starts racing, what happens is is I need to like suddenly breathe harder. And so like my chest will get tight because I'm not breathing enough. Kind of sounds like, like an anxiety attack, my guy. Yeah, a little, little, a little bit. A little bit. I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Seekers, their whole point is they're trying to find Slanesh. Yep. That's that's what they're 100% dedicated to. And so and, and so these three um, genre of Slanesh follower, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's, the three, it's the three primary types of Slanesh yeah. warbands that you'll find. Yeah. That's not like the warband's name or anything. That's just what their goal is. Yeah. Uh, the, so ma- whereas... the majority of Invasion are going to be the mortals. Am I, if I remember correctly? It, it really depends. I think, well, invaders are mostly mortal. Pretenders no, are mostly demons. And the Seekers are a pretty good mix. No. No? Seekers are... Are the Seekers almost I think almost the Seekers are predominantly demon. demons. The invaders are a mix. And the... No. Shit, I forget. Oh, I knew this at one point. Um, it, it. If I remember correctly, any warband can, like, claim... To be anything else, or any of the three, gotcha. it really just depends on what your goals are. Pretenders are more more often than not going to be demons, or at least led by demons, but that doesn't mean they're entirely made up of demons. Gotcha. Yeah, um, uh, those that's that's really the only big organizational group inside of a Slonesh warband, uh, because like that's just. That's really all it is. They don't. They don't. With they their god well not. Organized, with their yeah. god not being them, there's only so much they can do. Well, no, they're just not very. They they don't do very much organization in general. Like generally, whoever it's very varied. Whoever has the most favor of Slanesh is going to be the leader, and then they're going to be organized into like what they can do. So there's going to be like your uh, heart seekers, your pain bringers, your twin souls. They're going to be all together doing their thing because like that's their al- or that that's their squad. But, like, past that, there's not a huge amount of organization in terms of, like, generalization. 
Now, granted, if you find a war host that their whole thing is they want to be the best like mercenary team that's ever existed, then yeah, you might very well find you might very well find that that Ash is a slanesh. They are very militarily proficient, like the Emperor's Children in 40k. The Emperor's Children in 40k, they were obsessed with being the best military organization to ever exist. And so they were very rigidly structured. And so, like, your sergeants spoke to your lieutenants, your lieutenants speak to your captains, and your captains speak to your lord commanders. And, like, beyond that, like, you, you don't go out of your chain of command. Oh. To do so is very unorthodox. Yeah. Now, granted, technically in the Emperor's Children, there's like 50 gajillion different levels of organization. And I'm not going to be able to name all of them because, like, there's so fucking many. I was reading up on Emperor's Children in my horse, in my horse heresy rule Obligatory book, 40k tandem go. And, well, this is on topic because they are related to Slanash, though. So. But no, and like, God, there are so many different officers. Wasn't that just and, Emperor's Children in particular? Like they were yeah. really like their orders were really uh, fucking complicated. Word bearers, word bearers could be pretty. In, uh, well, they also had a bunch of weird religious ranks as well in there. Yeah, too, which made it a little complicated. Yeah, that's fair. But no, with uh, with the emperor's children, it was very very structured, and like you did not speak to your betters, like unless spoken to. You had like the one better you spoke to, and if you need to talk to their betters, you talk to them, and they talked them for you. Yeah, either that or like you're called in for as like part of a meeting, and then like then you are you are asked questions. You yeah. do not you do not speak unless you do spoken not speak to. unless spoken to. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the words. Um, do we want to? That's uh, war war bands of note. Probably um, would be Sigvalds. Sigvalds. I can't think of the name right now. Motherfucker. Yeah, the big the big uh, keeper of secrets. Um. Yeah, I, I can never remember his name because it's... The, this, I always have a really hard time remembering Slanesh names. Yeah. Because they're always... Like, <laughs> yeah, they've got a bunch of X's in them and that usually a, and a hyphen or two. And yeah, it's... They're almost as bad as Zinch. Yeah, just about. At least like with corn, it's like Skullfucker. <laughs> That's about as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah, to a certain extent. Um, but no, the... Uh, what is his name? It... Uh, hang on. Um, and then... There's what was his name? Gl- Gl- Glutus, the Lord Glutus. Yeah, Glutus or Scolion is, is pretty is pretty prominent. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then there's the the warband led by the Greater Demon, who's actively Shalaxi? serving. No, 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 no. not Shalaxi. Uh, it's it's the Greater. It's the Keeper of Secrets. It's not Nikea. Ah, uh, crap! What is his name? Pretty sure it starts with an X. But he's the one that like Slanesh is actively. Like communicating with, yeah, and is trying to free Slanesh. And I think that's about it. Slanesh, uh, is... oh, Sil, yeah, yeah, the yeah, the, the the Herald Demon Demon Prince combo. Yeah, they have their own warband that does their own thing. They actually have a very specific warband. They get their own special rules on tabletop. Do they? Yeah. Oh shit, that's fucking cool. Yeah, no. Uh, well, pretty, Celeste has they're, to be your your warlord. They're a pretty unique model. Yeah. No, it's it's actually pretty cool. Uh, and they use both demons and mortals. That's actually what makes them unique, is because a lot of times if you have a war band that's predominantly demons, like they're gonna be predominantly demons. If you have a mortal war band, they're gonna be predominantly mortals. And what makes Celeste so unique is that they they do a really good mix of both. Yeah. Is her is her war band called the Vengeful Celeste? Is that just one yes. of the titles? Phil- Ooh, Phil- might be both. Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. Celeste. Celeste. It's Q-U-E, isn't it? 
Somebody show me how it's written. Uh, it's S Y L L apostrophe E K. I don't. Right there. Oh yeah, no, I'm calling that Celeste. Celeste. It's E S S K E. I'm just gonna call that Celeste. It's Celeste. The E is silent. Just You're like the wrong. D in Django. I will always say the Django. I know the D is the silent, Django, but the yeah. Django just sounds so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like pulling. Oh my hard, god, okay. I am pulling a fucking hardcore blank on um warband names. Fuck, I cannot believe uh, this. The Silver Host. Oh, that's is Sigvald, isn't it? Sigvald, yes. Yeah, I think. I'm gonna be out of this one. I just don't pay a lot of attention to to, to um warband names. Slanesh in particular. Yeah. Because my, my my two favorite Chaos Gods are Korn and Zinch, and my two least favorite are Nurgle and Slanesh. My yeah. favorite two like, are Zinch and Slanesh. Like, I don't like there's... melting to death in a pile of shit, and I also don't like having my nipples pierced by hooks, so that takes Nurgle and Slanesh out pretty quick. Oh. oh Sometimes thing... that just sounds very therapeutic. One thing I will say... Can <laughs> <laughs> you say that to my good ear? <laughs> I'm going for a run of acupuncture. <laughs> acupuncture. Really, really experimental acupuncture. Well, I learned something today I didn't want to know. <laughs> uh, contact Mitchell, Mitchell is, there, for... is there a nipple piercing you need to reveal to us? Nope. Contact okay, Mitchell cool. for BDSM advice. <laughs> quick, I'm not even going to purple nurple, see if we send them to the hospital. Indian burn him. I won't even get a tattoo, so no. <laughs> Oh, but no. Um, they are going to rip you apart for this in the Discord. <laughs> and I am sorry, but you did this to yourself. It's okay. No, uh, one thing I will say real quick, though. the He's new trying to take fire off the fact that he owes everyone a Warlord Titan. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> the new uh, the new Hellraiser movie on Hulu. Uh, the means, brand new one. Slanesh Light. <laughs> Dude, that one's so good. It really is. I really liked it. But no, if you want to um, see a really good movie that at least in my mind, also kind of shows off what happens when you fuck around with Slanesh. Like, Hellraiser. 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 Oh, yeah. So good. Do we want to talk um, about some... Noise? Also, if you don't like body horror, do not watch it. Yeah, it's... It gets a little... It's not the worst I've seen. In my opinion, it's nothing compared to, like, John Carpenter's a thing or anything. Yeah. But but no, there's some pretty definitely... serious instances of body horror yeah. in there, so, like, if that's not your speed, like, if don't watch it. If you're easily grossed out, don't watch it, because it, it can get a little rough. But yeah, it is, it is, the, oh my god, the, I, the I voice, loved it. The fucking, with the fucking, oh, the, god, the whisper? Yeah. yeah, the whisper. Oh, man, no, 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 it, dude, no, the worst one for me of the Cenobites was, um, uh, Weeper. Oh, yeah. The one... Yep, 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 yep. But, oh my god, Pinhead looks so good. Oh, I don't like it. Ugh. I still find it funny that John Carpenter hates the 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 name Pinhead. John Car John Carpenter isn't. No, not isn't John. The one. Uh, fuck. Um, the writer of the book. Fuck. What's his name? Well, Brian he was something? also the original director too of the first Brian movie. Something, isn't it? No, no. Mm -hmm. It's uh. By the way, Baker. Is there much more Slanesh we need to cover? It's John uh, Baker. No, 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 some notable characters for the Hidden Knights. Oh yeah. Fuck. What is his name? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Philip flush this out of his system first. Yes. It's been a while. Do, 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 Shut the do, fuck up. Do, do, do. Um. Shall we just take Where's a small break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying no, the no, silence. No. It's really uh, weird. Woman, just staring longingly into your eyes. Clive Barker. You need to get more sleep, my guy. You look like you've been crying recently. <laughs> I actually haven't. I'm just... That I'm crying on the inside. Uh, my boy needs some help, guys. Send love, please. Yeah. Clive Barker. Clive Barker. There we go. Yeah. Uh, but no, the the new one though, 
Pinhead looks really good in it. But no, Clive Barker didn't actually like the name Pinhead. Mm. Originally, the the role was just called Hell, Hell Priest. Hell Priest, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just like, the Hell Priest. Everyone in the movie called him Pinhead because, <laughs> yeah. you know, the pins in his head. Yeah, exactly. And it just kind of stuck. And, yeah, so now, now he's actually officially known as Pinhead. But no, it was so good. I'm not sure how I feel about how they changed the lament configuration. I both like but... it and don't like it. Yeah, the one thing they that, made it work. Okay, the yeah. context they this made it work. Be, okay, no, yeah, fuck it. This is gonna be a whole thing. So like, this this, this is gonna be a little a little longer. S- spoilers ahead for people for anyone who's seen like the old Hellraiser movies. What I liked about the, it the is original the originals one. is that what I liked about it is if you fucked around with the puzzle box and you saw how long it, is this tangent gonna be? Don't know. We'll find it, out. Not not crazy, but like um, five minutes tops. I'm gonna go eat an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, an apple a day. If you fucked Just don't around, do it. Otherwise, Slanesh might be under your bed tonight. If you fucked around with the lament configuration, which was the puzzle box, if you fucked around with the puzzle box and you solved it, but you didn't really know what you were doing, and the Cenobites were like, "Yeehaw, motherfucker, we're going to hell." You you could bargain with them because you could very much be like, "No, I don't want your gifts. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Can we cut a deal?" And they'd be like. Yes, because we here in Cinnabite Corporation are all about consent. As consenting as peop- as denizens of hell can be. Yeah. The new Hellraiser, and this didn't make the movie any shittier for me. I love the movie. They, it was really good. It was a change, it was and a they change. made it work. But the new Hellraiser is very much like, oh, you have unleashed the box. So either you're going to hell or someone else is, but there is no bargaining. Yeah. Someone's coming, whether you want to or well, not. Arguably, the bargaining could be that um, you you give someone else's soul up. But the difference is that, like in the new one, you had the whole blood thing, and if it got mm. your blood, you were fucked. Mm. And it, in in the old one, I feel like well, that, if you that had... was that was the thing is that um, when the main character initially solved the first configuration. Oh, that's the other thing is they changed how the configuration works. Yeah, it wasn't just um, opening it; it had like a spike, and if you got if you got your blood in the box, you were fucked. Yeah. And uh, there were six different configurations that you had to solve. But no. Um, but, th- but this is what I mean. This is what I mean. If, if, let's say the old movies had the whole blood thing and, and it ate your blood. I feel you could still bargain with those Cenobites. In the new one, if it got your blood, they were like, cool, we're, go- we're, we're fucking going. Yeah. The only reason why the main character didn't is because she managed to solve the box without getting stabbed on a fucking coincidence. Yeah. Mere, just happenstance. Yeah. And that's where they were like, cool, we don't have your blood, so like we can't take you, but you have opened the fucking box, so someone's coming to hell. Yeah. Like, there is no, no. Yeah. Box has been solved, someone's coming. Yeah. And uh, one it, thing- it, it's the lack of bargaining that I'm not the biggest fan of, because I really like well, that the Cenobites could be bargained with. That was the, one, I mean, the, the one thing I will say is that, like, uh someone else did manage to solve all of the configurations and they didn't like their gift that they received uh, and they could bargain to exchange it. You're, That's yeah, one thing I did cr- like about that. I really didn't see that as bargaining though because they were like, they weren't bargaining. They weren't bargaining. They were like, oh no, we made a mistake. You wanted this, but you actually want this. Yeah, you so asked for this, we're but changing what you wanted this. was something else. We're changing it because we now know that you didn't want what you got. You want this instead. Yeah. So like, I can kind of see it as bargaining, but I can also see it as more like rectifying a mistake. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But um, no, I, I really do like... I liked the fact that if you were smart, you could see the trap in in the configuration. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was yeah that, that was the that whole was a cool thing. thing. It's like you could place your hand like, if you knew if you knew what no, no, you no, were I'm talking about at the with. very end when she chose her gift. Oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah. The one thing that I like and, and, and spoiler 
alert for the new movie so don't get bitched at for this spoiler alert skip there's, like two minutes also like after this my apple break is over well let's move on okay there uh there's <laughs> there's one part in the movie where like the uh, uh, one of the configurations gets solved and um the cenobites are a little pissy because the main character is like no fuck you and they're like all right motherfucker well like stab your blood's in there so either you're going or you have like 38 seconds to find someone else and the cenobites are like fucking coming for him and she stabs another Cenobite with the box and the Cenobites are like we find this acceptable and they Cenobite one of the Cenobites yeah. and I like I thought that was pretty cool because it's not just oh it has to be a mortal it has to be a human it's literally if the box fuck you the box fuck you <laughs> yeah no I did like that one too um, I'm a little sad that they killed off Chatterer because like he was okay. my favorite but yeah moving on Sorry, um, Mitchell, <laughs> Mitchell Angie. <laughs> um, notable characters and he knights. Uh, Sigvald, um, Gluttus, Glutos, L- Lord of Gluttony, Celeste, Shalaxi, Shalaxi, the Mask, the Mask, the Twins, the Twins. I f- it's like Dexessa and Dexessa and Sinessa, Silish or something. Do you think I know Sinessa? I might, I might only be starting Mitchell's a Mortal Sicilian army maybe tomorrow. Mitchell's I don't know. Vibes. But I'm, I'm just sure surviving. <laughs> um, do we want to go over these? Yeah. Yes. Or do we just going to state their name? No, we're going to go over them. So, uh, I'm going to take Shalaxi. <laughs> oh, you bitch. No, I'll, you can have Shalaxi. Can cool. I have the mask, though? Yeah, you can have the mask. Yeah. I actually have Mitchell, you get the somewhere. twins because it's really simple. They'd be twins. But no. Uh, hey, let me do this. Let me do this first. They're twins of Slanesh. Oh! oh, they're not. They're children of Slanesh. They're not Slanesh, but they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the twins. Um, and there's probably a lot more to it, y'all. Probably. Yeah, no, I mean, this not is right much up your alley because it was Marathi who caused them not, to be born. Honest to God, though, not as much as you think. Like, that's that was super shit, but it also wasn't 100 percent incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But no, so since we're already on the twins, the whole thing about the twins is that Marathi was trying to do a ritual. No, it was when she was trying to become a god. It yeah. happened during that. Yeah, exactly. She was performing Well, that a wasn't a ritual. That's like the ritual. Ah, fair enough. It's still a ritual. That's how we got like grade A snake mommy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, uh, Marathi was trying to ascend to true godhood, like chaos god level godhood. And for those who... Um, missed a couple episodes of War Forgotten. She basically did that by um, sucking the power out of Slanesh. Yep. Yep. Or sucking very particular souls out of Slanesh, which was um extremely powerful Elven kings. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. Elven. Fuck that. These are Elven kings. Because this is the old world. These elves are from the old world, not the new world. <laughs> Hashtag so elves. Exactly. Hashtag Malekath. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. But, but um, basically, there was one particular elven soul that was very resistant, and it like sent a blast of power at Marathi to get her to fuck off. And what it ended up doing is cleaving off a chunk of Slanesh's power that Marathi was trying to nom on, and that power literally like yeah, left, it became it left the prison and it coalesced into the twins. Yeah, it was it, called it, the newborn before it slipped. Yeah. split. So basically, uh, a super magical ethereal fucked up egg was formed and then when the newborn hatched uh out came the twins and the cool thing is like they're keeper of secrets but they're not keepers of secrets no they're not and they're demon princes but they're not demon princes they're technically gods yeah technically technically they are the two newest chaos gods they're just, but they are very baby. When compared to the Chaos Gods, including including the Great Horn Rat, because he is a Chaos God, they are nowhere 
near. Yeah, they're not on the same realistically. Board. Realistically, they are akin to very powerful keeper of secrets, keepers oh, yeah. of secrets. That's they're, they're, they're more on the same so, scale as like Marathi and uh, uh, like Teclas and Tyrion. Yeah, they're, they're more on that. They're scale. a little weaker than them, but they're pretty close. Yeah, they're on that scale. Completely side tangent. Um, <gasps> Remember that comic he gave me for my birthday like five years ago, four years ago now? It's called White, White Death. Death. Yeah, White Death. Yeah. I think I figured out what happened to it. Oh, yeah? I gave it to my dad to read, and I don't think he just ever returned it. Yeah, you, you told me that a while yeah. back that you were thinking that's what happened. Yeah, yeah no. Um, you know, oh, that ironically a, enough, that's what a, Soldier of Heaven is about. On a side side oh. note. The new song? Yeah, yeah. That, same thing. Ah. On, a, on a side side note, I really like that uh, painting. You want to set it on fire? I found it in the trash. Hood rat shit ensues. I found it. Yeah, in the... that's that. That's the trash painting. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is really a shame because it's really nice. That's Venice, isn't it? I think so. I think yeah. it's Venice. I think that's yeah. supposed to be Venice. It's yeah. a really nice painting. It had a really is godly it, are, frame. Are those like oh, what oh kind of god? Paint, yeah. what, what kind of painting is it? Those um like oils it's, or watercolors or I think it's acrylic. Acrylic. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's definitely acrylic. It's, like, it's that not watercolors. It might. It. I doubt it's oil. It's probably acrylic. Either way, it's really nice. Anywho, um, Anywho that's basically the twins. I don't think they've done a whole, whole lot because no. they're still relatively yeah. new, aren't they? Yeah, that's kind of been the interesting thing is they haven't really done very much as far as I'm aware. There might have been some new lore that's come out recently that I just couldn't find because it's still, you know, needs are, to be paid for. Are, are, are those AOS exclusive models or are those yes. on 40K? No. AOS exclusive. Ditto if 40K had some weird bullshit reason of why they'd be in 40K. Too. No, they are not in 40K. They are exclusively. Yet. Yet. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, so why don't you do Shalaxi? Because I know you're gonna you. That's dude, what, I fucking love that, yeah. Shalaxi. This is gonna be the longest one probably. Oh. So I'm just let's, dude, let's no, get no, out no, of the way. My first like big monster purchase was Shalaxi. Was Shalaxi? Was Shalaxi? Yo, the Red Wings. Okay, I'm sorry, but the Red Wings won. Nobody cares. <laughs> Trash team. I I, I, I do I, better. I'm not the biggest fan of hockey, but I care because you care. No, I have to care because like that's my dad's team. <laughs> I'm going to invite your dad to a Red Wings again one of these days, <laughs> and I will be the favorite, son. <laughs> Bro, I don't think my dad's been to a hockey game in, like, 15 years. That sounds like the perfect gift. Because <laughs> I completely forgot that your dad was really into hockey. I don't know about so much anymore, but especially when I was younger, like, we would definitely watch I mean, the, like, fuck um, it, call Stanley him, Cup. Do you, do, you slow, do you still vibe with hockey? If he says yes, you know to get him. Yeah. yeah um, um, no, one thing I will say is back on topic shalaxi hellbane so shalaxi is basically just slanesh's desire to best corn and martial prowess made manifest yeah because every keeper's secret is made off of one of slanesh's very fickle emotions or desires exactly and this one is fucking corn both probably literally and figuratively yep shalaxi's whole shtick is that it goes around and murders bloodthirsters for sport she's called the huntress of slanesh right I think that's one of her or something names, like yeah. that. One of her titles. But yeah, her whole shtick is that she goes and hunts bloodthirsters and other greater demons. If Slanesh had a favorite, it's this one. Probably, yeah. If or we're at being least honest. she's definitely in the running at the very least. Yeah. yeah. But whenever Slanesh uh, decides that he wants something dead, Shalaxi gets like a mental um, no, no, signal. No, it's not mental. It's in her soul. Yeah. It's like a soul burst. Like her yeah. entire being... It's really cool. I love her lore. Yeah, she, she basically Slanesh commands uh, Shalaxi's soul to go on the hunt 
for this particular creature, being, monster, whatever it is. And if you're Shalaxi, mortal, it's pissed off, Slanesh. Cannot, you can't run, not you'll just even die mortal. tired. No, I'm saying is specifically, like, if you're a mortal, don't run, you'll just die tired. Oh, yeah. No, and Shalaxi is compelled to hunt until either Shalaxi's dead or the target is. And I'm pretty sure it's never ending. Like, there's no resting or stopping. Like, when no. she runs, she runs until she finds. Like, yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, when a target when a target is miles in, <laughs> when a target is marked by Shalaxi, uh, she can actually see a trail leading straight to them that does not care about uh, realm gates or portals or anything or like, like that. Or like the etheric void. Yeah, no. The only place... Do, do, you, do you know like how she sees it? Yeah, it's it's part of... So the crest on top it's of a... It's a fucking antenna. It's amazing. Yeah. So the crest on top of a Keeper of Secrets head, that's actually a sensory organ. And the reason Shalaxi has a different one is that uh, his, hers, its is bigger Specifically to accommodate this particular sensory organ that allows it to track, um, and it like sees things in like color, basically almost like. Well, yeah, that's how seeing works. You know, no, it, but yes, Shalaxi can listen see to you, little shit. Shalaxi can see emotions. Like if you're, if, like if I'm pretty sure, like if you're scared, if you're feeling fear, I think it said like she sees it in like a weird yellowy hue, in yeah, like, like a can, mist. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think you piss yourself basically. That's actually a really good comparison. <laughs> I mean, I would probably piss myself if I saw Shalaxi. Like, that bitch terrifying. The only place I think... I wonder s- if that's why cowards are called yellow. Yeah, yellow bellies. Or, like, well, get why yellow is yellow, considered yeah. the cowardly color. Yeah, it could be. Um, I think the only place oh. that, that, that they can't... That Shalaxi can't, like... I don't know if it's a can't, but definitely it's harder for it to track you. Is if like you live with the Edeneth down in like the deep places, or yeah, basically there, there's like no emotion down, down in there. Well, no, it's not that there's no emotion. It's that like there's so much nothingness. Because uh, one thing you have to remember is that when the Edeneth set up shop in a place, not only do they seek out the deepest and darkest portions of the ocean. Usually, whenever they set up a, a city, town, base, whatever you want to call it, there, uh, they also shroud it in magic. That basically turns it into like a little pocket dimension. Yeah, their void. whole their whole point is like you don't find us, we find you. Yeah, and so it's if you were going to go hide somewhere, it would be there. But even then, it's like maybe it's born from their deep seated fear of Teclas following them with a mallet. <laughs> a little bit. Um. There's something. Oh yeah, uh, Shalaxi's fought Scarbrand. Twice didn't, didn't win, but also didn't die. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Fought him to a draw twice. Shalaxi is basically Slanesh's um, Scarbrand. Yep. And, like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure one of Shalaxi, not like Slanesh's, but Shalaxi, her own personal deep desire, she just wants to kill Scarbrand so goddamn bad. Yes. Yeah, that is her personal desire. She wants to kill Scarbrand. And I'm and I would like to say that it's one of Scarbrand's personal desires to kill Shalaxi, but realistically we know that the only thing Scarbrand thinks of is for personal reasons. Ah! And that's about all that goes through his head. Blood for the blood, you got skulls for the skull front, milk for the cornflakes. Fucking jowl waggling fucking but no, uh, so that's Shalaxi. Next up. Does she have any special war gear or is it just like she has yeah, the yeah, she faced? Is it, but don't all keepers have that? Or no, no that's special that is to her. a unique item of hers. Is that she has the big spear? Um, 
And there's probably lore I bet Shalaxi does have the big spear. Oh, you fucking bet. Because <laughs> uh, like uh, all other keepers of secrets, Shalaxi is in fact a hermaphrodite. Wood. Exactly. So, Shalaxi, uh, her war gear is the spear, a shield, and a whip. whip. Yes. Uh, a living whip, specifically. Mm. And honest to God, I really wish that I can. In my head, I'm just seeing Shalaxi like whip it, whip it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, and then uh, Shalaxi's cloak is technically a living creature. Really? Yes. Ooh. It acts like an octopus. It reaches out and grabs people. I bet that helps in finding and blood tangles. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually shit. that's actually how Shalaxi is able to just like slaughter bloodthirsters. Is that they get um, close and she's like, "I'm gonna feel your skin." <laughs> yeah, if she if if they get too close, the cloak will uh, kind of rise up around Shalaxi and entangle them. And then uh, if uh, once she gets back far enough away so that she can use the spear more effectively, her spear is just long enough to be able to outreach the great axe and fucking on, stab them. Yep. And just reach around their defenses and stab them in the heart. Because that's Shalaxi's whole thing, is that all of her kills are truly elegant and beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's uh, actually how Shalaxi's followers are attracted. Is that they will actively follow her in the pursuit of watching glorious death. Like watching her kill something in like specifically. Yeah, because it is such a beautiful and perfect display of martial prowess that it is... Uh, Glory, it is truly to us, um, you know what? To a certain, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm in, finish. I can't think of the word, it's not enlightening, it's not enthralling, tantalizing, it, yeah, I guess. But it's it's so well, no, enthralling would be a good word. It is so enthralling to watch Shalaxi work and then to watch the kill is like uh, it's like a religious moment for these people, you know. Thinking about that, I think I realize why she hasn't been able to kill Scarbrand yet. Oh, and there's a whole pack of um, seekers that follow her. Yes, yeah, uh, well, no, fiends. fiends. The fiends. Yeah, the it's fiends. a whole pack of fiends that follow her. The evil ant eaters. Yes. Uh, no, but thinking about that, I think I one of the Dude, main ant eaters are so fucking terrifying in real oh, yeah. life. The T pose of death. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, it's because they're blind as shit and they can't see anything. So they see but their like... hide is thick as fuck. So like, not even jaguars fuck with them. Well, no, I'm thinking of the T pose of death because they have those fucking claws on their thumbs, and when you get too close to them, they'll like yeah, they swing on. They will slit your fucking throat open. Like yeah, like just dead. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, do not fuck with ant eaters. Like they're, they're ba- blind as shit and they will kill you. They're basically like, we can't see you, so I throw hands with everything. Yeah. And like they just they will just keep stabbing you until you stop moving. But no, so what I was saying is the reason why I think besides like obviously Scarbrand being extremely powerful and yada yada, yada one one of the main reasons I think why Shalaxi has such a hard time killing him is his weapons are hand axes, not big axe. So when she gets close, he's well, like can have a great axe, but yeah. But no, but he his, his carnage and slaughter are his two big ax, uh, the axes. He wields. Oh, but so she gets yeah. close and he's like good because he just fucking starts yeah. fucking swinging on her because the great axe. Once you get in the note zone, like, they can hit you with, like, the hilt, and that's basically it. But when your axes are, like, in your hand, you just, boop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that probably is a point in his favor. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Shalaxi, more or less. I think I'll do the mask next. Do it. Yeah. Do it. So the mask. Please continue. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mitchell Perish. can talk about this one. <laughs> Excellent. Mitchell. The mask. Don't take this from me. So the mask. (laughs) No. no, Do do you want to talk about the mask? No. Okay. So the mask is a herald of Slanesh. 
And for those who don't know what heralds is, they're just like the spicy demonettes that are like the leaders. They're one of the many leader cast of demons, and yep. they're normally more favored, more proficient at murdering, things like that. Yep. So the mask, what makes uh, the mask special is that uh, she was like the personal dancer for Slanesh. Whenever Slanesh was moving. Personal handmaiden too, wasn't she? Um, hair comber. <laughs> Nipple piercer. <laughs> um, whenever Slanesh was, what mood was dark and light, whenever he was mad, sad, whatever the fuck, whatever emotion that Slanesh can feel that isn't good in a way that makes him happy because like if it's bad, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But if it's well, good, let's it's not bad. go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty did a whole episode on that. Let's not rehash Basically, that. Um, she would dance for Slanesh and she was so acrobatic and her in her dancing was so elegant and so beautiful that it would lighten Slanesh's mood. And that was like her whole purpose was literally just make Slanesh happy and dance. And that was like her whole shtick. And um, basically during one of the many, many battles of the great game, uh, Zinch positioned Slanesh. It put, Zinch put Slanesh in a position against Nurgle and Korn where he could not win. And got like hard, got defeated, got hardcore fucking humiliated. Was not a good day for Slanesh. So Slanesh retreats back to his um palace of pleasure, and obviously he's not happy boy at the moment. So the mask is like, I'm gonna go dance for my master and like make him happy because that's my job. So the mask goes and puts off this hell of a performance, dances her fucking ass off. But Slanesh's mood is literally so dark, and and. and and so angry that everything that she does to try to make him happy, he just sees as bitter mockery. He just thinks he's fucking with her because, like, you're supposed to be my master, but you got your ass kicked, so, like, you ain't shit. So, Slash is like, all right, motherfucker, I see how this goes, and literally curses the mask to dance forever. Even, for if, no, even if no one's watching, you will dance for eternity, no matter yep. what you're doing. And, um... It's kind of sad. Like, fuck demons. I'm not going to say like, I feel bad for demons, but also, like, I kind of feel bad for the mask because, like, she was just kind of do her job and Slash was like, no, eat a dick. And, like, yeah. Yeah. So that's when like, she was also exiled from his court. Can yep. you eat a dick while you're dancing? I'm pretty sure. I'm can. pretty sure that if someone, if there was a race of demons that could eat dicks while dancing, it'd be the demonettes. Um, but yeah, so cursed to dance for all eternity and was exiled from Slash's palace and now just basically. She kind of got scar branded. She just runs around dancing and murdering people. Yeah, nice. like whenever there's Slanesh shenanigans going on, she's there dancing her ass off and murdering people and yep. probably eating dicks. Wouldn't surprise me. And uh, that's basically her story. But you know, she leads war bands and shit. Cause like, what else is she gonna do? Yeah. I can just see her like doing the cha cha slide when she's not like actively trying to murder someone. <laughs> because like, if you're just resting, you can't be like fucking doing all these flips and she's just like. I don't think real smooth. I don't think demons need ever need like a rest though. No, they don't. They don't eat. So, like, but I yeah. feel like demons can get tired of doing something after a while, and the mass has been doing it for quite a while. So I'm pretty sure if she's like, "Bro, I just want to like chill, just technically dancing." <laughs> no, if there was ever gonna be a demonette that I was like truly sad for, or like empathetic towards. It'd be Sill. Oh, yeah. Sill Silverton. One of the... A really weird combination of, like, I actually care about my humans. Yep. So, one of the events... And I, I've told Celeste's story in a Before, previous yeah. podcast pretty sure. episode, but I really enjoy it, so I'm going to go back over it again. Celeste's whole shtick is that uh, Sill Silverton was... I believe that's the right name. It's Sill. Uh, was a herald of Slanesh. And she wasn't particularly high up on the rankings 
but she was a herald. She was extremely favored. She was just a herald, but she was very favored. Yeah. She uh, that's right. She Not was, for any special reason. She was just good at her job. Yeah, she was she was favored. You're right. And one thing that she did is she supported the gladiator pits. And she found a human in the gladiator pits that she liked. That would be Esk. And she would whisper in Esk's ear the weaknesses of his opponents. And she would kind of pave the road for him to do really well in the pits because she truly did like him. And it's really, it's fucking wild to think about. But yeah, mm. it was just, she just enjoyed him. Yeah, there was she no really agenda. Did just Whether like it was him. like, I like watching a murder or I like him personally or whatever it was, she just enjoyed him for whatever reason. Yep. Oh, and if you remember, he's also the reason why she was able to unsoul grinder herself, right? No. I'm pretty I'm sure. Get, I'm getting to that. Okay. Uh, so. One night, uh, another herald who was trying to gain more favor caught Syl sleeping with Esk. Not, like, fucking, but, like, literally they were just, like, sleeping in each other's arms. And she was like, oh, I know what to do here. So the next time Syl went out into the battlefield, uh, this other herald in shirt... Or, no. No, I believe the other herald just killed Syl. Like, just assassinated her. Straight up. Anyway, point is, Syl died. One thing that demons can do is that whenever they die, they can go to the Soul Forge. And they can make a pact with the uh, the demons of the Forge and get turned into Soul Grinders so that that way they aren't having to wait until they get spun back out into the real Which again. could take like centuries, if not yeah. millennia. So she makes the pact and basically uh, every Soul Grinder has to kill a thousand mortal souls. And then they retain, and they regain but their... But there's a time limit, isn't there? You have to, you have to give me a no. thousand mortal souls in this specific time frame. No. No, you are just owed a thousand souls. The issue is that soul grinders can lose themselves in, in the in the uh, the pleasure of the kill, and then they just forget that they can stop after a thousand. So Sil kills nine hundred and ninety nine mortal souls, and then she ends up in the gladiator pits, fighting the champion of the pits. Oh, Ask. I wonder who that is. Yeah, and so uh, she ends up fighting Ask and kills him because she is a very proficient soul grinder. And the act of killing also, him like, is her 1,000th soul. As good as he is, he's just a human, right? Yeah, Basically. he's just human. At this point, he's just mortal. And she's like, oh, oh. I have fucked up. And I, I looked it up because I, I, I didn't think it was silver tongue. It's lewd tongue. Lewd tongue. Lewd tongue. Lewd tongue. It was something tongue. Yeah. I, I kept saying that and I was like, no, that's not right. Probably because she does lewd things with her tongue. Exactly. Or insinuates things. But no. So uh, she kills him. And she kills him by slicing open uh, his neck and, like, bleeding him to death and also cutting off, cutting his eyes out. And uh, she kills him. He dies. His soul begins to depart. And the Soul Forge recognizes that as her 1,000th soul. And she had managed to retain enough of her sanity to realize that. Like she and she came back, oh, like she looked down, and was like, oh, I have killed my best friend. And... Uh, she's like, oh, fuck, I just killed him. I, like, at this point, she... The, the whole reason she made the Soul Grinder Pact was so she could come back to Esk. And so... She opens up her own vein and feeds him her blood to try and prevent the blood loss from killing him. And, like, basically is willing to sacrifice herself again to save his life. And in doing so, Slanesh looks upon this and um, is so moved by it that he grants her wish and saves Esk. Aww. And in doing so, heals him. 
So if you actually look closely on the model, the bit, the giant big dude uh, has a scar across his neck, and he's blind because the healing did prevent him from dying, but he still lost. He's both of the his fighter, eyes. but she's his eyes. Yep. And then the palace got stormed by like seven bloodthirsters, and they basically single handedly killed a bunch of them. And that's how they retain. I feel like bloodthirsters yep. are just now like the red shirt of Age of Sigmar. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, how are we going to tell them that they're powerful? Well, this... Uh, this kill Bloodthirster. This, kill an Avatar of Kane. This is how... <laughs> <laughs> looks looks at when fucking Marius Calgar basically like 619 a fucking Avatar of Kane to death. <laughs> or no... Marius like, you can't see me, drops an elbow on him, fucking RKO's him to death. Like, it was real. It was really dumb. Because you see these stories of Avatar Kane's killing... Thousands upon thousands of all these space marines and dirt and and then it's like one big blue boy breaks it in fucking half like a goddamn or like when, when Fulgrim faces an avatar and Fulgrim's just like yata bitch <laughs> that's all yeah it's so stupid mm-hmm. this is how I see at least for the bloodthirsters thing is like even in AOS because in 40k it's hardcore this way but even in AOS corn realistically is the strongest of the four right now five or four whatever right now. And when you're the strongest, you have the most favor, you have the most power, you have the most influence, you have the most demons. You can so shit out a lot of them. He has the most bloodthirsters, and to a certain extent, when it comes to just wanton murder, quantity over quality. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't, if you just want blood to flow, you just need to be in more places and more times. So. Yeah. What I'm, th- what I'm saying is, like, not all, n- not, not all are created equal. Not all are created equal. I mean, hell, look at Scarbrand. Scarbrand was powerful enough. Honestly, the way I see it is Scar- is Corn made Scarbrand. Scarbrand tried to rebel against him, and Corn was like, "Yeah, never again am I making one that powerful." Only ch- ch- chink, chink, chipped his armor. Chink, chinked. Put, put yeah, a chink put, in his put armor. A, put yeah. a chip in it. Yeah, he yeah. chipped his armor basically. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, never again. And that's that's kind of my thought process is like, yeah, bloodthirsters might be like the weakest of the four well-known greater demons, but also to a certain extent, like there's kind of a lorical explanation as to why they would be weaker because uh, Corn was like, ah, no, we're not doing model that. Model inconsistencies. What? He not blind. I am aggravated. Oh no, his eyes no work though. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, no, he has eyes, but like they, they no just, work. They just no work. They no work. Yeah. Yeah, like his eyes got healed, but like they know work. Remember when your cat destroyed this model? Was my cat. I blame your cat. There you go. Let's not have this fight <laughs> on on podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um It's a really cool fucking model though. It is. It's a great model. I love it. I think that's about it. We talked about the twins, um, we talked about Schlaff, we talked about the mask. Sigvald about. got his own fucking episode, so like... Hey, go listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, go listen to that one. <laughs> um, and then we talked about uh, Gluttus. Well, yeah, his his backstory. Did we talk about like why his warband is so powerful? I was taking a call on yes. that, I think. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah um, how there's the demon a... who like, watches over him also whispered. And how like basically he uses his curse to empower all of his followers. Yeah. So yes. even though the majority yeah. of his followers don't share his own like temptations and shit, yep. he just empowers them. So like, fuck it, be around him. Yeah. Is it time to go on a 30 minute rant now? No. Or we got more? I mean, realistically, I think that's about I mean, it. We can, co- we can go ahead and cover a lot of the units and whatnot, at least in general. Oh, this is this is like general. all Phil. This is all Phil. All right. In the in the warbands of Slanesh, you have demonettes. That's my contribution. <laughs> in the warbands of Slanesh, you have seekers. 
Seekers are actually really, actually, <laughs> Seekers are really cool. Um, because how can I put this? Um, if a demon is writing a seeker, they had to catch that seeker, and seekers are very they're dif- stupid fast, very difficult to catch. Oh yeah, um, they, seekers are basically so, so just you just oh my god yeah just being on a seeker almost makes you a herald. Yeah, because you're just yeah. that fast and that powerful. Yeah, um, but when a mortal's on it, um, and that was kind of like the seeker was given to them, and they're kind of stuck it's perpetually, same, yeah. perpetually killing people as because it was a favor. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Seekers are just full and then and we, we we already went over fiends. Um, fiends are just very angry, angry ant eaters, and so you, does, it, you just don't mess with an ant eater. If a seeker is an is an angry, evil ant eater horse, a fiend is an angry eater ant eater jaguar. I'm going with jaguar. Okay, they're on all fours. They they still have ant eater faces. They'll still fucking murder you. Actually, they're on all sixes. Oh, oh yeah, they're on. All, they yeah. are on all sixes. Um, yeah. slangors. Slangors look beast men who like to fuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that more than usual about Slanesh units is um, there are three different chariots that all look very it's like similar. the Heartseeker chariot. Well, no, that's the that's the uh, total war name for them. But no, so they're they're all called blade bringers. I thought that was an actual. Uh, you know, what? I'm yeah. No, I'm probably just got the fucked up. I mean, they, they were probably called that in... Um, old world. Old world. Oh, man. Real quick. Quick, quick tangent. Um, I I come to, I came to a realization recently that, like, a lot of the old world stuff that I knew was, like, the newer old world stuff, because obviously I wasn't alive in the 80s. Um, in 90s. Well, you were alive in part of the 90s. Old world in the beginning was fucking dark. Like... Now, or at least in Old World before, like, probably even now, like, Beastmen and whatnot, they're made through, like, evil rituals and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Beastmen in the 80s were made in a much different way. Can you, uh, did it, no. Did it, did it, did it involve women not consenting? I feel like that's where this is going. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's, yeah. yeah. A little that's, bit. Yeah. Shit was rough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds yeah. like some 80s shit. Old, right old world was dark. Yeah. Dude, that's like when you read uh, old lore for, like, cyberpunk and, like, how shit got the way it did. And it's like, oh, man. And, like, to a certain extent, like, it's... It, it sounds fucked up. It's good lore. Like, it's good world building because, yeah, when you're in a Warhammer IP, like, shit's fucked up. That's kind of how it is. So, like, when you look at it from a purely, like, making a very cohesive lore and world and making good lore and doing good world building and making races unique like and to a certain the bad extent guys sound like the making, bad guys. Yeah, making bad guys really bad like it's a it's good lore but when you look at it from like a not that you're just like jesus fucking christ it's like why was this necessary <laughs> a little bit yeah but also like back in the day when they're making the lore they're making the lore to make good lore not because they're trying to sell millions of dollars of plastic minis yeah well at that point it would have been pewter more than likely but the point being is they yeah. were smaller back then, so they focused more on, like, <coughs> actual, like, not just trying to, you know, be a gigantic company and sell a fuckload of money. Yeah, that's very fair. Anyway, um, so, yeah, you've got a bunch of chariots. Chariots on chariots on chariots on chariots. <laughs> the chariot ride the chariot, so now it's a super chariot. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot to discuss um, the Infernal and Rapturous. Oh, heart bitch, yeah. Yeah. I forgot her lore. She, pl- she played the MARP. 
I for, I forget how she gets to that. She though. play the like, marp. I know there's a story behind it, and I'm completely blanking on it. Fuck. Do you remember it? I I I didn't think she was part of um Hedonite. I thought she was like strictly just Slanesh demons. That was it. No, she's still considered well, she's a, herald. a herald. Um, no, so no, she no, that's fair, so that's it fair. it's not just there's multiple of them, and I believe what happens is that the person that they're speaking to, they enraptured them so much because you know enraptured. Infernal oh well, the enrapturous, no, 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 the, um, the infernal enrapturous is an actual character. She is her own character. Yeah, I'm she, pretty she, sure there could be multiple, but like, okay, well, I'll just treat her as, as her own character. As far as her as Marvel as goes, she plays the Marp, and by Marp, I mean Manhunt. Yeah, um, and that is, you know, I, I I'm not 100 sure at the moment, so I'm just gonna shut up. Oh man, okay, like if anyone, I. To us, I I wouldn't be surprised if no one's in this movie because it's it, it's old it's older and a little it's a little out there. But if anyone's seen Kung Fu Hustle, there's a part in that it, it's old like karate movie, but it's like really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part in the movie where like one of like the Kung Fu masters has this like this like stringed instrument, this like Chinese stringed instrument, and they're playing the fucking music, and it's like throwing like daggers and shit at people like with the, with the music, and it uh. murders people. That's what the Infernal Rapturist does. She just plays her music, and then you just kind of die by getting like torn to shreds. Yeah. But I was thinking, I'm like, man, that's just like Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> Honestly, like if you ever have time to waste, it's a fucking hilarious movie. It really is. Like oh no, you're, it's you're dumb right. as shit, but I love she's it. She's not a specific character. It's a class of okay. uh, Harold. Okay, so I believe what happens is that that person that they play the Marp on, um, <laughs> by Marp we mean Man Harp, and yeah, it's it's as bad as it sounds. Yeah, spine um, tendons. You can put two and two together. Um, two, two plus two equals horrifying agony. <laughs> they pretty much enthrall that person so much to the point they let themselves be sacrificed to become a Marp. And sounds it's, right. it, it's, that sounds pretty it's, on it brand. Is, it is supposed to be such an... Um, it's supposed to be very pleasurable and also the most excruciating pain yep. you ever felt in your okay, life. Okay, so like everything goes so nice. It hurts like a motherfucker, but also like... You're enjoying damn, it. Damn, it feel good as fuck though. Yeah. Hot sauce. Yeah, that is about how eating spicy food is. Yeah. Look, look, all I'm saying is you're never going to be able to look at the quirky band kid in your class ever again. I am bleeding. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slanesh cometh. <laughs> Have um, you tried not bleeding? Give that ten minutes. I don't know. Ask James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I tell him you said that. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll probably get a chuckle out of it. Um I think that's about it. For the characters, anyway. Yeah, uh, you so, should talk about some models and whatnot. Yeah, in the in the in the Heed Knights of Slanesh, there are Heed Knights. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then there's a Lord of Pain, which is just like your generic leader for. I stab things real good. Yeah, it's it's your generic HQ for um, war bands, Slanesh war bands. Uh, oh, the Shard Speaker. Oh fuck. Uh. Yeah, okay, so they're, yeah. Okay. So th- there's a bunch of these HQs, and I'm like, oh yeah, why did I forget about these? And it's like, oh yeah, because they're like generic hero unit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Shard Speaker, uh, they're just a favored uh, sorcerer who's an HQ unit. Or, well, they're a hero, anyway. Do, 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 do. Uh, Sigvald, of course. The Contorted Epitome. The mask. 
uh, vice leader Harold of Slanesh, which is just another um, demonette. Flavor of Harold. Or Harold. Thank yeah. you. Flavor of Harold. Yeah, it's another flavor of Harold. Uh, Dexessa, Sinessa. The twins. The twins. Twinsies. <laughs> you know, I don't think you actually get any bonus for fielding them together. Really? Yeah, I think you... Like, you can. I just don't think you get any bonus from it, which I think that'd be cool if you did. I think that's kind of stupid. That'd be really cool well, no, on the other hand, that also means, like, you can field one individuality, and it's not like you're missing out on anything. But also, it, could, it would also um, encourage, like, cooler lists. Like, how could I fit these two in here but not make them On the other garbage? hand, well, people are going to do that anyway. Because uh, Sinessa is an absolute fucking monster Wizard. caster. Yeah. And uh, Dexessa, like, holy okay, shit, the how melee. Many, on the one to five croak scale... How many croaks does she get for being a spellcaster? Uh, With one being shit and five being croak. Nagash is the only is the only one that gets six croaks. He can just well, cast more just, spells. It's fucking just, terrifying. Let me just read you some of her abilities. All right. So first of all, uh, she has the Staff of Slanesh, which is only one attack at an 18-inch range. But here's what it actually does. Do not pick a target or use the attack sequence for an attack made with this model's Staff of Slanesh. Instead, pick one enemy unit within range of this model's Staff of Slanesh and visible to them. The opposing player must roll a dice for that unit. If the roll is less than that unit's save characteristic but not a 6, that unit suffers d6 mortal wounds. If the roll is equal to or greater than that unit's save characteristic but not a 6, that unit suffers d3 mortal wounds. On a six, nothing happens. Nice. Yeah. Cool beans. How many spells can she cast in one in one phase? Uh is a wizard. They can attempt to cast one spell in your hero phase and attempt to unbind one spell in the enemy hero phase. That's not a lot. Oh man. They know they know the arcane bolt, mystic shield, and whispers of doubt spells. In addition, they know all of the spells from the lore of Slanesh, the forbidden sorceries of Slanesh, and the lore of pain and pleasure. I give her it's like twelve spells. I give her three croaks. She can't cast a whole lot, but she has dumb abilities, and you she can knows give her, a lot. You can give her an arcane tome, and she can cast two. Yeah, so she's yeah. not like a. She's uh, not no, like, she's a named character. She's not like a dummy. Crap. She's not like a dummy thick caster, but her abilities are stupid, and she knows a lot, so she gets three croaks. Yep. She's she's a she's a toolbox. Because Nagash can cast six or eight spells. Nine. Is it one for each book? I believe so. No, that it's eight. I remember reading. I uh, know it's eight because I remember being like nine books of Nagash, eight spells, and I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Nagash gets six croaks. He's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Almost impossible to play though, because he's like what eight hundred and ninety something points. Nagash and three terror geists. Nagash and three terror geists. Still waiting on my Nagash model. Well, Christmas is coming. I'm going to be broke. So am I. I was going to buy myself a Japanese futon for this room, but guess what? Not happening right now. Get wrecked. Because I bought a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell has done his first 3D prints. Big titty Japanese anime girls. <laughs> Not really. No. It's a moon drow. Big, big titty, titty D&D anime. anime girls. <laughs> Bro, they do have big titties, though. Yeah, don't, they, don't deny it. Yeah, they don't do. deny it. <laughs> I'm don't looking. I'm looking it. at it, Mitchell. Yeah. 
No, it is pretty cool though. Those are more just like busts, right? They're just yeah, they're just cool. busts. Yeah, they're busty busts. They're busty busts. <laughs> the busts have bust. Okay. Fecundity. <laughs> um, is that, that is is that while. the entirety of the Slanesh episode? No, I mean we're just quite. going through units, but like realistically, yeah. like uh, their battle line are Bliss Barb Archers. They shoot things. Uh, Demonettes. By the way, Bliss Barb Archers are the worst range unit in the game, I believe. Doesn't surprise me. Are they? They okay. So Nash has a lower win rate than Cruel Boys at the moment. And Cruel Boys is only okay second Slanesh, from the bottom. Slanesh or Heat Knights. Slanesh. Same same book. Same book. Same, yeah. Same book. Oof. Really? Yeah, it's it's two different armies in the same book, so it's all. What makes them so bad? Just they're two point Yeah, they're two point oh, They just isn't particularly they just good. Need an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. They're one of the few um, uh, battle tomes that, like, you can't... The old edition just isn't quite as good as it could be. Uh, it's not quite um, 40k 9th edition bad. But, like, it's, or, it's still, yeah, it's still up there. But yeah, it's, it's still up there. It's like a um, 38% win rate at the moment, but that's, like... All the other ones are above 45, except Cruel Boys, who are still pretty trash. So, the game still very well balanced. That one book just not hitting that mark. Yep. Uh, but then you have Hellstriders, which are basically mortals on the backs of Seekers. And then their their weapons are molded into their bodies. By comparison, didn't the one point in time in 40k, the Necrons have like an 11% win rate? It was pretty trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bad. And then, you know, Lisa Voltan came out and they're like a 90% win rate. Well, yeah, because they shoot you once and your entire fucking squad dies. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, and then there's Bliss Barb Seekers, oh. which are b- just Bliss Barb Archers on the back of Seekers. Sorry, I feel bad. I keep cutting them off, but also before I forget, um, Votan won the world uh, championship, or the, the, the fucking... Huh. Wow, surprise! I forget what the name was. Jay was talking about it, but they, 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 they won the competition of this is the best Warhammer army of the year right now. And that was after the nerfs. Yep. All right. Uh, Exalted chariots, which are just more chariots. Fiends. Hellflayers, which are just more chariots. If you haven't put two and two together yet, Slanesh like to go fast. Yeah. Eurobeat plays constantly. Um, Mermadesh Painbringers. Seeker chariots. Go more more Seekers. Uh, More chariots. Deja and then vu- there's just Seekers by themselves. Oh, actually, I really like these guys. The Seeker Fiend... Or, sorry, not Seeker. Slangor Fiend Bloods. I actually really like those. That's the... Uh, that's the, the the Beast of Chaos that is devoted specifically to Slanesh. I actually really like them. What is it called again? Slangor. Oh, the Slangor. Gotcha. We already yeah. covered those. I like those guys. I... I like the concept of there's a gore for each um, god. I like Except that Except Zangors. I hate Zangors with a burning passion. <laughs> well, yeah, because I have, never like, willingly, <laughs> I have never willingly bought Zangors, and I have 40 of them. <laughs> 40K, how do we flesh out this? <sighs> how do we flesh out this Thousand Sun box? Give him some gores. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Slick Blade... How many? 90. The Slick Blade sl- Seekers, I actually like. They're more like armored they're basically knights on the back of seekers i actually really like them they're pretty cool but my favorite is actually the slangor zangor where is it where is it, where is it, where is it? core gore and then oh, yeah. neural gore nurgor nurgle neural neural 
Sorry. Beastman and Nurgle. Hmm? I'm just going to say Beastman and Nurgle. Beastman and Nurgle. I think they're Nurgors. Nurgle It sounds so weird because yeah. like, the, the U fucks me up. Yeah. I need new socks. Slime. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> just moving on. I'm going to yeah, look it's it up. It's weird. Anyway. Um, but the Simbaresh Twin Souls, those are by far my favorite fucking unit. And here's why. Is that the mural one? No. So the Simbaresh... No, that you're thinking of the um, Contorted Epitome, which is just a giant mirror that runs around the battlefield. <laughs> no, there's a mirror endless spell, and then there's a mirror unit. Yes. Okay. The Contorted Epitome. Okay. Yeah. What's, no, the, the, so what you're the talking mirror about. you're thinking about is... Oh, damn it. Now I'm going to blank on it. Anyway, uh, the Simbarash Twin Souls. So here's just their little blurb um, from their their description in their battle tome. Even by the standards of Sybarites, the Simbarash are proud indeed. These former Myrmidesh pain bringers have forged dark pacts with the lesser demons of Silnash, sharing their mortal forms in return for a measure of otherworldly power. So the Myrmidesh Painbringers, those are basically the elite sword infantry of Slanesh. Twin souls are when one of those guys go, cool, I want to be better at murder. I want to have like otherworldly powers to aid me in my murder. So they literally allow themselves to get possessed by a lesser demonette and then they share their body with the demonette. Oh, like they don't get possessed or anything, but like they literally share their body. Kinky. Very. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then their ability is Fractured Souls. At the beginning of your hero phase, you must pick one of the following abilities to apply to this unit until your next hero phase. Uh, you must you must pick a different one, a different ability in each battle round. Ego driven excess. You can re-roll hit rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by this unit. They're they're. They're exclusively melee, by the way. Oh. Fiendish reflexes. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to this unit. On a five up, that wound or mortal wound is negated. So either re-rolls to hit or five up ward. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 pretty spicy. Nice. Especially when you uh, when you pair it with the fact that all Slanesh models just get an inherent exploding sixes. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to call it there for the Slanesh episode. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's getting a little late. You still have work in the morning, and you have to drive back. So if we want any ranting done, then it would be now. Jacob. Are you caught up on my hair, Academia? I'm not. I am two EPs behind. Oh my gosh, it only gets more spicy. I know only it, more. I know spicy. exactly where we're at because I I read this part like two years ago by accident, yeah. and I know yeah. we're at, I know what happens. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, my aunt Mary's coming to. Yeah, town. no. They, it, see, season five started. It's like, hey, kids, was he dead body? And that was basically what happened. Yep. Oh gosh, um, shit is rough. I've been watching Chainsaw Man. By the way, give me back my first book of Chainsaw Man. I will. Okay. I, I, I will. <laughs> yeah. Next time we see each other, I'll pass it off to you. Okay. 
as far as ranting goes, um, we did all our rants at the very beginning. Yeah, we kind of did. Honestly, you want to talk about some thirty k stuff for a little for a second? Can you just start with thirty k? Oh yeah, sure we can. And uh, Sean's getting you a super spicy Christmas present for thirty k. Oh yeah. yeah, Sean's getting him fucking um, Fulgrim. Fulgrim. Nice. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm hyped. Uh, no, I'm I'm really enjoying thirty k at the moment. And the really cool thing about thirty k is so my issue with Space Marines and forty k is they all just felt like the exact same fucking army. Unless you were playing like something, unless you were playing like a unique codex, like the dark, uh, not even so much the dark angels, but mostly like the blood Blood angels. angels. Yeah. Uh, Mm. The um, death watch. Jesus, space wolves. Fuck. Yeah, or the space wolves. Like it just kind of felt the same. Like it, it gets really same really quick. It's also quick. rough when you play nothing but space cream player. That's like ah yes, no matter what I do, I have that's, to deal with armor of contempt. That's yeah. dude. That was my biggest problem. Not not saying anything against yeah, y'all, yeah, but yeah. that's my biggest problem about playing forty k because it was nothing but going against space marines. Well, there's and good look news at me for you then. I was tr- I was playing necrons. I was trying to do different armies to provide a little bit of spice in our life. But the, the good well, there's good news for you then because Sean's getting me. Another um, Nid? yes, big. What are the big? Oh yeah, what are the what are the big the units? The big called? leaper. Oh, the yeah. the, the, the forge world leaper. The demon, the demon yeah. whatever. Yeah. So now I have my hero font and that, and like I'm pretty sure if I start if I put off my nids anymore, God Himself will strike me down. So yeah, what I'm probably what gonna, do you need to? You have you do your nids. Once you start doing your nids, I'll officially go whole ham at my jeans. Honest to God, I just need more battle line. Oh, no. Fuck both of you. It's not battle line. Troop, troop. choice. Yeah. Because like as far as troop choice goes, I have like some gaunts and I have some gene stealers. But I have plenty of big boys because like once I build my hero font, I'll have a titan. And I have I have two of the um, horsebacks, cannon mouth guys, and I can switch either of them to the tentacle guys. Tentacle eat thing guys. I have three. Oh no, two now because I can't find my f- fucking painted hive tyrant. That has just disappeared. Um, I, so I, I have two hive tyrants. One's a flyrant and one's a swarm lord. Um, I have some hive guard, which are garbage now. At least the shooty versions are. But I have some hive guard and some tyrant guard. Um, um, I have a decent amount of gargoyles. I, I think I have a 2,000-point army. It's not necessarily a specialized 2,000-point army, but I have a 2,000-point army. But like I'm going to have... The Hive Tyrant. I'm going to have the thing Sean's giving me. I have uh, I have a couple Lictors. I have Death Leaper, because I'm pretty sure Charles got me Death Leaper. Um, so I just... I have a metal old red one. I know. It looks so fucking horrible. I love it. I <laughs> oh, love yeah. it. It looks so, so bad. Oh, no, I've seen it. Yeah, no, it's, it, but it's bad. But I just, I just need to... I need to... I don't know. Like I said, it's been really... Real, oh, here's my rant. It's been really, really hard to get motivated to build anything for 40k because the game is so fucked right now. And it's like, I know chances are if I try to play it at the shop, they're going to want to do like the current version. And I fucking hate That's the game. That's why you right should now. bring your 40k stuff over here. We can play. I can try to learn my Gene Stealer Colts. Well, like, here's the thing if I'm playing 40k, I'm, I'm just going to play the old way, the 2000 point. 12 CP, like that's what I know. It's not the best, but it makes sense. This whole like no, no, no. You, you have you, to buy your here, warlord trait, you have you to get, buy your first relic you and get, shit. Get your codex, only your codex, just, and an and FAQ, just, and, just, yeah. and core rule book. That's all we're gonna do. Yeah, or an open war, whatever. Yeah, but point being, I just 
it's been really hard to motivate myself to do anything for 40k because the game is so fucked right now and it's just i like, got nobody to play with basically so every, I don't every really time do anything. i feel even a speckle of motivation to build 40k i'm like 40k <sighs> 40k hey do your tier in it so i can finally do my gene sealer colts we can be mood kindreds. That's um, but the one thing, the one thing that I am like, in, like I am hey, in hey, my hey, fucking soul it's not waiting brood, for. It's, it's not brood kindred. It's brood brothers. Brood brothers. <laughs> like in my fucking soul, I am waiting for is the World Eater Codex to drop. I, I can I a hundred percent guarantee Yay. you when World Eaters come out, I am going to get my second win because oh my fucking god do i want to play world leader so bad more and, space marines <laughs> but like at least it's not like oh I'm, at least it's not my salamander i'm like gonna be like i shoot melta it's basically me going bruh, 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 and like running at you <laughs> screeching so like at least i'll be one-dimensional yeah <laughs> yeah but like angron looks fantastic re- the yeah. eightfold the new models look fantastic we're getting a codex for the first time and like i've always liked world leaders and i have a really cool paint scheme i want to do i'm not going to do like the the old generic red i'm going to do like majority like red how they look like but like they're all like the, like their left pauldron's all gonna be white like they like the original because mm-hmm. I really like that callback bone white the bone white um, so their have, pauldrons have, have were a, blue thank you very much but they were bone white nope well no their primary color was bone white but yes he's technically correct okay well the, their pauldron's gonna be bone white to call back to their primary color scheme but like I have a color scheme in mind that I want to do I like the lore I like the models I like beating people with sticks so like I'm just really hyped for it and then I will finally get to join the club of owning a DM Primark because Angron looks fantastic. And I know when... Fair, I'm not part of that club. You're next. Yeah, Yet. Y- yeah you're next. <laughs> With World Eaters coming out, like... Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to have to wait till 10th edition if... Uh... 10th edition is literally right around the corner, probably. Yeah. Um, but I'm just really fucking hyped for that. And I know for a fact that if I'm going to be building more World Eaters, like to a certain extent, a space screen, a space screen, a space screen, when it comes to building them... So, like, when I'm doing that, I might as well do my nids. But I'm probably going to start working on my nids sometime after Christmas anyway because, like, I need to. At this point, I have three gifts from three different people that I haven't touched. And I'm pretty sure that, like, bad friend status is creeping ever closer to me. Yeah. So, um, one... Mister, um, I haven't built my fucking Silent King yet! <laughs> no. <laughs> so, one thing that I'm really excited Why do you wound me so deeply? About... <laughs> Horus Heresy in 30k is that it so you can only have like a quarter of your army actually consist of Primarchs and Lords of War in point value. Yeah, don't Primarchs have their own special like slot to go in? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Supreme Commander slot for 40k. Also, I might be coming to you to print me out a Vulcan because the Vulcan model that comes out is like ass. The Vulcan mm-hmm. model I have is kind of ass. Yeah. Just pay for my resin and I'll be happy. I will do that. Yeah. I'll give you like the three and a half dollars the resin costs. But no, um, the other really cool thing, uh, that, the reason that I make note of that is because at 2,000 points, you can really only include like a Primarch or a Lord of War, and even then not so much because like Lords of War are expensive. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about that though is that Horus Heresy scales really easily up into the Apocalypse level. Like By the way, 3,000, 4,000 points scales. If you like haven't figured this out that. yet, the Heat episode is done and we're just bullshitting now. So if you want to sign off, now's the time. Yeah. But no, it just scales like you wouldn't believe, especially because uh, the. So in. in... <laughs> Shut up. In 40K, <laughs> a standard Space Marine squad is like five models. Yeah. Like if you're bringing Space Marine. But in 30K, it's like 20. Men. 
Yeah, no. In, in well, yeah, 30K, when you have a hundred thousand in your legion and not a thousand, it's a little easier. Yeah, <laughs> and so the like your your or the whole like you don't build a choices. tank, you have three tanks. Yeah, your troop choices, which I think they're actually called battle line, because there are troops, but then there are like troops, um, and I think they're just called battle line. But your battle line choices, like the minimum squad size is ten, so you're carrying around ten boys with bolters. <laughs> Is is big? Don't they die a little easier though? Because they're not seen as like elites. Not, they're more no, not really. Um, they don't get armor of contempt, but they still get that three up armor. I do find it really fun. Like I know it's a completely different game with different systems, so this it, this doesn't really fit. But it still kind of makes you laugh. Where it's like, man, I'm tired of playing 40k because I have to face nothing but space marines. So I'm gonna play 30k. Okay, face nothing but space marines. <laughs> okay, but there, there there is a big difference <laughs> I because know, I know there is. I just it's find balanced it funny. around space marines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. I would, I would love, honestly, like, I was hesitant to get into 30k because, like, the rules are so different and there's, like, the blast templates and everything seems a little complicated and there's a bunch of keywords. Bro, I keep but, forgetting my blast templates. But realistically, I really wouldn't mind playing Salamanders in 30k, but I can't. I thought you were going to do Ultramarines. Salamanders look really pretty in 30k. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might, I might. Let me, it's a moot point. I can't afford it. Like, I just can't. Unless yeah. Philip walks up one day and goes, I just bought you a bunch of 30K or something like that. It's just not happening. Even you if can, I have the money, yeah. it's not intelligent for me oh. to buy 30K right now. So it's just not going to fucking happen. One thing I will say, 30K shit is so much fucking cheaper. Point-wise point and, like, dollar-wise. So cheap. You get 20 Space Marines for 70 bucks. Instead of, yeah. you know, 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for no, 60. Yeah. It's great. And then the other the other really cool thing about it is so I just bought two uh, Demos Pattern Rhinos. Two Demos Pattern Rhinos. And they ended up costing me 60 bucks. 65 bucks. Granted, that was after my discount at uh, Bastrop Games and Hobbies. Plug. By the way, in case y'all like, forget, I'm pretty sure we, we include the link for Bastrop Games and Hobbies in all of our episodes, right? Um, do we still uh, do that? I don't think anymore. No. Not anymore. Alright. But, like, if you Google Bastrop Games and Hobbies, you will find it. It's a cool-ass <laughs> store, and Jay yeah. will make sure you get your shit. He will do everything in his power to make sure you get your shit. You can't do much about, like, GW's really, really shitty shipping policies. Looking directly at the Cadia sandboxes. But, like, he will do everything in his power to make sure you get your shit. So even if you live out of state, like, if you want to support our game shop, I'll be like, that's yeah. nice. He was, a lot of, me, um, he was telling me not too long ago that uh, he actually had somebody call in and, like, was was saying that like oh yeah I heard about this shop through Lorecast Eternals really yeah ah! yeah and he like and the dude like uh, was asking about uh, boxes and bundles and things like that and he was like oh cool let me go check with my wife <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing that that actually makes me really happy that someone actually called that's super cool yeah no and like the guy was looking at getting like from what Jay was saying he was looking at getting like a whole ass army really yeah oh man. That'd be not, that'd be hot. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at it. Where's our percentage? Where's our cut? But no, like you need to start giving us free books now. <laughs> but no, like just two rhinos was like. Which granted, I don't think rhinos are super expensive in 40k either. But it's still vehicles. Either, so but like, they were thirty five bucks. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were basically they're actually they're forty bucks, bucks now. Yeah. Um, Pricing. Okay, so okay. Maybe, maybe dude, it was the same dude, price then. But, I really want to do like, that. Also, like tanks. Yeah, this Carian tanks were only like sixty. Yeah. Um, like fun. really, I don't think thirty k's. Too too expensive. I understand you can't afford well, no, it, but yeah, it's like, like get an Age of Darkness box and add, like add a couple of things here and there. It's definitely um, not forty k expensive. I know it's more it's more along the lines of if I have one hundred fifty bucks that I realistically could build at least a decent size army, for at least a thousand points or whatever the fuck. It's very much like 
should I do that or should I be in a don't put it in savings? Because like me and yeah. just fucked up our savings for this year. And as much as I would like nice shit, really being a smart and responsible adult, I kind of can't. Like I might, I might start. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Those of you here, like, he winked slowly at me. Slowly mouth fucking the mic while looking at Mitchell with fuck me eyes. Like, <laughs> the Slash Talk man is getting in his head. Yep. <laughs> I might start okay. slowly acquiring, like, bit by bit, just so I have something. Yep. And I might pay, like, hey, hey Phil, do you want to play a super fucking pointless 500 point 30k battle? But, like, so I, I might do that. But, like, when 40k came out, like, when you, when y'all got me into 40k, it was like, I, in like a month, I had a 2000 point army. Yeah, like I, I I had gotten my two thousand points in like a month. I went hard on it. I traded you Hephaestus for a fucking Indominus box. Like best I, trade ever. I wheeled and <laughs> dealed really hard to get a functional army, and now it's just like ah, I just don't really have that right drive. Now. Not even drive. I don't have the options right now. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, so I don't know. I might talk just about it and see if we work something out. But realistically, it just yeah. I don't um, have the same like funds that I did back then. Yeah. Um, either to cut you off, I'm doing Night Lords. A lot. <laughs> I'm doing Night Lords, right? Are you sure? Every single time I see those beaky boys, I really want to do Raven Guard. Listen, man, if you don't fucking do Night Lords, Ozzy will come for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a number, Mitchell. This is a different game. Uh, we've all, we've, all, we've already <laughs> talked about that they are close enough, and these parameters are in fact acceptable. So there is a number, Mitchell. There is a number. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm changing. I'm just saying every single time I see him, I just go like, Raven Guard. I will say, like, realististically, if you want to change that, fine. But if you go word bearers, like, if you fucking buy Erebus, I'm going to have to burn your house down. <laughs> That's a lot of people losing their house. Fuck Erebus. Me and my homies all hate Erebus. Erebus. Fuck Erebus. But yeah. hold on, if you go world leaders or world word bearers, that, that's Argol Tall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, like if you get Argol Tall. That model's so hot. Oh my fuck, it's so good. My so fact good. is he's not even a demon prince, he's just a possessed, but he looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the he's like the greatest possessed. But he's basic he's basically demon prince level of like threat. Because yeah. like I'm pretty sure like Sanguinius had to kill him, if I remember correctly. I you mean Erebus did? No, it was Erebus. No, no, yeah, no, no. I, no. Think... I, I could have sworn he. There's a reason why we all no, hate no, no, Erebus. No, 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 it was Karn. It was Karn. Yeah, Erebus tricked Karn. No, I could have sworn that Argolotol fought in the um, Siege of Terra. Mm. No, wait. No, it was Argolotol. Good question. Death that, I'm gonna go flay some babies. <laughs> go flay some babies. <laughs> no, yeah, Argolotol. No, no, Erebus did kill Argolotol because basically Erebus was like By Karn way. needs to be a murder machine. But I'm pretty sure yes. that he. I'm pretty sure Argolotol fought Sanguinius on like the Siege of Terra and like didn't die so yeah, yeah. that's that's something for you okay anyway I think we've ranted about enough um, two hours yeah good Phil's back this is a good episode um, yeah, we'll see y'all probably the week after Christmas and um, yeah peace out motherfuckers have a good night tits <laughs>